The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So I hustle, ladies and homies. Make money, make money, money, money. Yeah. Yeah. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Are you ready? Smoke it up. Yep. What up? Good 420 crew. Stevie B joining us in here live. And for those who didn't hear, Stevie B is going to be getting his dynasty show here on the 420 Fantasy Hustler Network every Thursday going to be going down thursday nights get ready guys what uh what do you got uh, what do you got in store for him this week any teasers that you want to give them i'm just going to talk about value a little bit we've gotten a lot of questions lately with you know value and age and you know production and how do you you know how do you value it right you've got to take you know the production you've got to take the age and you've got to take you know somehow come with a, a value for that particular player and, and everybody's a little bit different in how they value things. So, you know, it's just, it's interesting to see. So I'm going to bring to light a little bit. We're going to talk about running backs uh, mostly just bring to light about some of that, the production age drop-offs and, and stuff like that. So 
Fucking Marty said, caught you cleaning off that chicken wing. Wasn't that a blunt? <laughs> I, I was. I, he caught me rolling right in the middle of rolling. I was. That's, what, that's what I thought it was. <laughs> Swear I saw a blunt in there. All right, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, a blunt, I'm a blunt kind of guy. Uh, you know, yeah. every once in a while I could do the bong thing or some kind of cool toy, but I usually do it for like a week and then I'm back to my blunt. There we go. Jamie said, Dynasty's my jam, so I'll be in that chat every Thursday with you. There we go. Uh-oh, there we go. Damn, get you, bro. He said, Alex better bring his A-plus game on Thursday. So we were supposed to do our uh, our little debate show last week. We're going to do it uh, this Thursday. Um, get ready. It's going to be on the second half of FNT. And Titans, no, we do not have any room in the mock. It already already filled up uh you guys got to be paying attention on uh on patreon i posted there earlier um i don't think i don't think too many people have the app downloaded because there's not too many people who see my posts i feel like that are going on patreon all right let's see devo i know we saw devo in the chat here yep he said yo yo let's see everybody except uh let me see. Mike Joseph isn't in there. Let me message him real quick. Yeah, since we only got 30 seconds, I want to make sure these guys know. 30 seconds? Yeah, 30 seconds. So are, there picks, sure. are there picks in this, or is are we doing kickers for the pick? No, 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 no. Not rookies are included, one. though, right? Yeah. Rookies are not included. Well, rookies are not included. Okay. No, rookies are not included. It sucks because they don't have any, like, defensive ones in there. That's really oh, okay. I got I mean, you. I guess we're only doing 15 rounds, so there might not be any, like, defensive rookies that would get picked anyways, but... It's giving sleeper a little bit of time to fucking get their get their rookie situation updated. All right, let's go ahead and start this off. Oh wait, wait, wait. We gotta. How the hell do I randomize the draft order? I feel like they've always slacked on the defensive players, even with like the news like about injuries and shit. Like they're always slacking on the defensive guys. Yeah. That's for sure. They really need someone to uh, to take over that. All right. So Devo's got the number one. I got the number two. Bishan. Um, if I'm pronouncing this wrong, let me know. But Bishan, and then we got uh, Prado. We got Silky Johnson. They still haven't shown up. I messaged them. Um, we'll see what happens, but here we go. Let's start it off. And, uh, it is super flex. It is tight end premium. It is, uh, IDP and, and by far the QBs are just the most valuable in these style of leagues. I don't even, it's just not even close. Did you say this was third round reversal or no? It is a third round reversal. Yeah. No, I'm stuck right in the middle. Uh, we'll, we'll go chalky with Josh Allen. I don't know if he's really my number two. I still haven't been put in a position to draft him in that spot. A shout out to everyone yeah, watching in the, uh, in the chat here. 
Jamie oh. said, oh, shit, I got number 12. I lost. <laughs> no, 12 is good. And you got the third round reversal. So, I mean, it's it's super flex. So, if you get in the second half, you know, you're, you're more likely to get two of the top 12 QBs if you yeah. go that route. Well, the uh, number 12 is the only team that has three picks in the, in the top 25. Is that here? Yeah. All right. Herbert, very chalky pick there. He's going to be going in the top five everywhere. Let's see. Yeah, and we'll see what happens here because Jefferson's the top at, uh, at ADP, but normally this would be uh, another QB. What up, Sean? Sean's in the house. Oh, C.D. Lamb. So he must have, uh, well, I guess I don't know how it, I, I, who knows how it would work, but I wonder if he put in a cue at all. Yeah, maybe. maybe. And yeah, Hurts, I mean, he's, I feel like he's going to be going in top five in all these dynasty leagues that are all these super flex. That's who I was debating on picking at second. Well, maybe before you randomized it, Silky was in the back half, so maybe he he cued CD potentially. And Derek said Hertz fell big, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could have went with JJ, but I, if Hertz falling, there's no way I'm I'm not coming out with Hertz. Yeah, <laughs> Tina said, "Motherfucker, motherfucker stole CD." <laughs> you want CD in the first round? I definitely wouldn't. He's definitely going to be in the second round in all these picks, but. My wide receiver three in Dynasty. I like it. Who rounds out your top five? Because I'm assuming Jefferson and Chase are one and two. Yeah, I got Jefferson, Chase, uh, CD, AJ, and it's kind of like a 5A, 5B between Amon Ra and Waddle. Yeah. <coughs> Yeah, it's crazy because a lot of these guys who we might be like normally expecting third year breakouts from, like they've killed it in their top two years. <laughs> so that's what's uh, going to be curious. Like who's going to be some of these third year breakouts who have not broken out truly in their first two years? I, I had CD as my number three dynasty wide receiver going into the season. And nobody really liked it because they wanted to prove it first. And, you know, that's the thing in dynasty is we're trying to project forward you know we're yeah. trying to we're trying to get that talent before they bust out because at that point they just cost way too much you know to get look at this tina said you guys make me take cmc this is rigged that goes zero rb <laughs> i mean in a dynasty league yeah i mean taking uh there's always like I mean, CMC, really, I mean, he's kind of the only one that's, like, for sure to go in the first round of these dynasties, at least the styles that I do with Superflex, because QBs are so uh, so valuable. And Derek said, Huss, what do you think about my rookie where I took him in the 18? So he took him at, I believe, the 210. And it will, in the other dynasty, I think the uh, the first rookie went off the board at 2-9. So, like, literally, you took him in, like, the identical spot. I mean, if you're going Bijan, that's kind of just the area that you would need to get him. I mean, even some of these top QBs, you know, I, I don't normally jump 
for that 101 because I people like I feel like people value it higher than I value it in a startup. Yeah, I mean Bijan, by the time the season starts, Bijan will go will be going in the back end of the first round, early yeah. second round. That's just that's where he's gonna end up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Ella so, Murray fell all the way to the two seven. I love it. I mean, that's gonna happen. Who knows if he even plays this year? Oh, he might not, but that's fine. I'm okay. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah, I saw him uh, in one of our in the other draft that we uh, just started. I think he went somewhere in the big first part of the second round. Yeah. All right. Well, Kelsey never makes it this far, and uh, the tight end premium that we do, I'd want the extra little boost. For uh, for Kelsey, Eckler went well again. Autograph. <clears throat> I was gonna say Eckler went early, but Autodraft got it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like Prado's in the in the building. His auto got turned off. Mike Joseph, no though, not yet. And Jamie said, a dynasty I wait on running back, try to build around young QBs and wide receivers. I mean, that's the way to go. I mean, just shelf life in general, like some of these QBs, I mean, they may outlast the dynasty leagues that we join. Not always the case for, you know, some of these running backs, though. Yeah. Like what you did there, though, Jamie. Fields, Dak, and then went JT. Yeah. Yeah, JT is going to be such a value this year. I mean, he was a first rounder in uh, damn near every dynasty. I mean, maybe you caught him at like the the one two turn like last year because people were I don't know just going QB heavy, but it's pretty much the best value that you've got on him. Um, out, I mean, outside of his rookie year, he probably went higher in his rookie year. Yeah, the thing now with the QBs is after like the top ten, it's a crapshoot. Like, yeah, so. Yeah, and even in the spot that I'm in at the number two, in the real dynasty that we did, I went back-to-back QBs there, but I also didn't have a shot of getting, like, Kelsey there either. It's because it always seems like in the – we're, we're going to get a big run on QBs in the third round no matter what because, like, the top, top guys are there and people are either locking in their first or they're trying to get, like, a solid second at this point. Yeah, I mean, being able to get Hurts and Kyler Murray, I mean, two top 12, top 10 QBs. I mean, Kyler Murray's been a top five QB. So being yeah. able to get both of those guys, I don't care, you know, ACL or not, one knee or not. I mean, once he comes back, I'm going to be all right. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. Jamie said, I contradicted my strategy by taking Taylor. <laughs> I was, was going to say that, too. I was like, he just talked about <laughs> wide receivers, and then he goes and gets JT. But, yeah. It's a good spot, though, all the way yeah. there. I mean. And seeing even, even right here, I mean, I want to go wide receiver, but just because I got the little turnaround here, I want to lock in – I'm locking Jacobs. His future is a little bit more secure, I feel, right now than some others. Yeah. And I spot. always say, you know, there, there's no right or wrong way to build your team. It just depends on your preference. You know, how, how do you want to do it? Do you want to win right now? 
do you want the production right now? Do you want to build a real young team and, and kind of work it up? Like, it just depends on what you want to do. So there's no ever right or wrong way to draft. Yep. And Mark said JT in the third round is robbery. I mean, it's that <clears throat> this is dynasty. So the running backs, in, especially in this format with super flex, you're going to see the wide receivers and QBs are going to be a little bit more of the uh, – what's it called a little bit more of the the guys who are just going as a whole a lot higher than rbs but even in uh, in redraft i mean even in superflex i bet he's going somewhere in the second this year and i mean that's going to be two years after like going in i mean at least top three in both of those years back to back now his value is going to deflate that is for sure yeah it was between barkley and jacobs for me there and then uh yeah, and then I went uh, Smith. I'll, I've always liked Devonta and, uh, and Mark said even in Superflex. Look, I mean, look at the guys who went. Oh, ETN, I got sniped. Shit, that was a good pick. Yeah, and probably even later then. I think that's even later than I've seen him go in our actual startups. Yeah. Um, damn, I'm stuck between, uh, and if you guys aren't uh, with us on YouTube, hop over to YouTube, type in 420 fantasy hustler or fantasy football hustler, the YouTube chat way more lit than the Facebook chat. Trust me. Yeah. So I'm going to go with T here. Yeah. Oh, I get it's just the best, <laughs> at least for me, the best, uh, on the board. It was between him and Smith, and who knows? I may go back and forth on those guys for like a long, a long time. Just man, I mean, between those guys and Waddle, it's like man, some of these teams they're just like spoiled with like amazing number two receivers on their squad. Yeah, I mean, listen, number two receiver, two a team can have two number one wide receivers. I mean, Randy Moss, Chris Carter, you know, Torrey Holt, Isaac Bruce. I mean, we've seen it over and over again. So we got to stop being scared when, you know, there's a, a potential Hall of Fame QB like a Joe Burrow. Like, we can't be scared of these things. You know, now, yeah. granted, Higgins might have to be out of Cincinnati because I don't know if they could pay him, but we'll they see. They better fucking pay him. <laughs> they should. I mean, Burrow said he'll take less money. I, I don't know. They, they also increased cap space as well. So, yeah. That could help also, but I mean, the Browns kind of fucked up the QB market like bad. So, who did Browns? Yeah, with the whole Deshaun Watson thing. I mean, and and then Christian Kirk with, and with the wide receivers. I mean, it's just different, though. I, I mean, that what Deshaun got paid is what guys like Mahomes, Herbert, Hurts. Burrow. Yeah. I mean, that's just what these guys are going to be worth. I mean, it's really figuring out the cash over cap part of it. Yeah, because that guaranteed money, you know, that's why the Ravens are so far apart. They don't want to guarantee Lamar. He's too much of a liability, I think, to try and guarantee him, you know, over 200 million. Like that's, yeah, that's just rough to commit to, you know? Yeah. But the Ravens are rough to commit to as well because their style is not going to protect any fucking QB. It doesn't matter if they're mobile or not. Just everything that they've built is like, like what pocket passer is going to come there? Like you have no fucking weapons and your line is shaky as hell. 
with no run game. It's like you set this entire thing up to like build around a Lamar. I hope he's gonna last. Um, you see, Brock Purdy went off the board. I'm going with Trey Lance. I still think Trey Lance is gonna be the guy. Um, and I'll take the chance on him here, you know, in the middle of the fifth round. Uh, I mean, look at the draft, it's crazy because uh, Brock Purdy, I mean, he goes what in the fourth, Trey Lance in the fifth. Last year, Trey Lance is a second round pick in pretty much all of these styles of leagues. Maybe he went in the third round in maybe one or two. And Brock Purdy's like not even drafted last year. Now he's a fourth round fucking guy. Yeah, I mean, he he's the best. He's he's a possible top five QB if, if everything goes right. And I can't let him get past me here at, at this position. Yes, it's my third quarterback, but I, I, I'll take it, you know, especially with Kyler Murray possibly being out for a little bit. I got to hope Trey Lance starts, but that's a whole nother story. And everything for sure needs to go right with uh, with Lance. That's uh, I'm okay. With, I'm okay with taking the chance, though. I'm okay oh, with taking. The chance. And and don't forget, everybody, you must draft three QBs. I put one bench spot on there, and that bench spot is dedicated for a quarterback. Oh, we do we, have to draft three QBs. You have to draft three QBs. Uh, right. We want to we want to simulate a real like super flex, and if we only have to draft two. Um, but there's 16 rounds as well. So, I mean, whenever you draft that third QB, it does not matter, but it must get mixed in. And Mike, what up, bro? He said, I took a nap after work. <laughs> it happens, bro. It happens. Man, this one's kind of tough. It's kind of like a dead zone, like right here. But, um, Yeah, and I really like the value of Christian Kirk here still. A little bit lower in the ADP, but if I can get him in the sixth round, I just feel like that's going to be solid. I'm, I've always been a huge Christian Kirk hater. A Christian Kirk I hater? Feel like I, need more. I just feel like he needs to do more. Like <laughs> in, in Arizona, like he had the keys. Like he was the only guy that everybody was hurt, and I just feel like he didn't do what he should have. And yeah. he played great last season. Like I just – I don't know if – that is like a ceiling for him. That's what I'm scared of, especially with Ridley coming. Like, I don't know if that's his ceiling and I don't want to buy him or draft him at his ceiling, you know? Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's, tough. it's tough. That's just how I feel about Christian Kirk, but. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, you look, I, I don't know what wide receiver I took him like off the board. I mean, for sure we're past like 15. I don't know if we've gotten into wide receiver 20 at that point. I feel like he's a solid wide receiver too in dynasty still there's there's some guys who may have a little bit more upside than him but i guess i really think that trevor's gonna take uh, an even bigger leap in his third year than he did in his second ah, bro this fucking auto draft keeps just sniping me bro what the that was that was who i was debating on also um ah. yeah Javon. Uh, all right I, I think i know what i'm doing <laughs> hmm. and tino said how has pollard not gone yet because you haven't picked him bro <laughs> uh, because he's a running back we don't know his future and he's already a little bit older he's what, about to be 26 i mean it's just risky uh, Bro, we've know. only had fucking he was this we've only had he was he just went as rb17 come on man rb17 <laughs> 
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Let me see. If, how if you're talking about just production for one year, like, you know, great. But that's that's the problem. You know, are you, are you, are you drafting for right now or are you drafting more for, you know, for the future? So for me, Pollard is like one year kind of guy if he could get back to form because most likely he'll get tagged so he'll be back in dallas but 21 wide receivers off the board and 26 27 qbs off the board right now that's why you got to get your qbs (laughs) mixed in some i mean i felt okay getting stafford where i got him i mean i'm a little nervous about his old ass but um yeah, but I mean, you do got Josh still- Allen, so you know, and Stafford should be good for at least another year or two. Yeah, hopefully. and this is—I mean—crazy drop in value from last year, where he's going in the second round. Oh of, yeah, he uh, was of a lot. He of was, yeah. I mean, he was straight trash this year. So yeah, <laughs> a big—I uh, <laughs> I forget what that's called, but where it, uh, where it re- where the scale gets readjusted, and uh, now he's actually like somewhat of a value in these dynasties. I mean, I expected him to regress a little bit, but not, you know, to what he did. And Jamie said he took Kirk at wide receiver 20. I thought it was 19 where I just, uh, at, where I just did, uh, found all the wide receivers, but either way, I mean, around there is where I kind of value him. And we need Trevor to There's fucking definitely stay on the up and up. That's what we need from Trevor. A lot of running backs are coming off the board. And shout out to everyone who's watching on YouTube. Let's smash that thumbs up because we got way more people watching than thumbs up. So let's do something about that. Still got Woodard is still out. Godert is still out there. Tight end premium, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think because there's no actual tight end spot, I mean, that's – that's also another reason. Sometimes people commit to just not drafting a tight end. Hey, hey, stranger in the house. Shout out to the Houday Nation. What up? But yeah, I really, especially for Dynasty, I really hate having a tight end spot. Um, that's why I like eliminating the tight end spot, turning it into a flex, and then and then making it a tight end premium. Because I mean, fuck, whoever has Travis Kelsey is just going to be at the at the biggest advantage like every single year in these dynasty leagues. Yeah, fuck, I wanted to take – I should have took somebody else there. I missed it. Let's see if they fall back to me. And Marty said, oh, damn, forgot about the tight end premium. <laughs> well, even, even when it's not tight end premium, you know, tight end, you know, having one of those top five guys like – it does give you an advantage at a position that's very shallow, you know, and that, that can help you, you know, that can help you win, you know, <coughs> tight end. It, it's shallow. And no, Tino, you don't have to play your tight end at super flex. The tight end would go at the flex spot. So there's a flex here and there's a super flex. Well, 
We'll lock in Aaron Jones. Packers are committed to him. Micah went. I didn't even see that. That's right. This defense and this shit. Is this the is this the the range where some of these defenders start coming off? I guess for sure. Definitely. Let's see, where is he going to go? Hopkins and then Cooper. And seeing even that, I think I'm going to wait. Yeah, I think I'm just going to lock in because I bet you that before my next pick that we're going to get a handful of the top IDP guys going off in the eighth and ninth round here. Oh, Jameson. That's who I wanted to pick over Judy. I fucked that up. I thought maybe he could make it back to me. He's going to be solid for Dynasty. If uh, Goff stays there and they keep slinging it the way that they do. I'm glad that the ADP is an absolute trash, though, for IDP. Because uh, the last couple years, like, it was fucking, it was stupid. Like, (laughs) guys that weren't even, like, well, I mean, it's still stupid right now that KJ Wright. It has an ADP of 92. But last year, there was, like, fucking guys who weren't, like, Luke Keekley was, like, still one of the top. <laughs> like, guys, that's how bad it was last year. So, at least they're fixing it a little bit. There goes Foyo Lacoon. Why does Richard Sherman have an ADP of 99.6? See? Exactly. Like, what the hell? <laughs> it's that. Oh, shit. That's fucking ridiculous. There we go. Fred Warner and Nick Bosa, huh? I wonder where those guys are at in the country. Man, Tino, you went for Nick Bosa? (laughs) thought you hated the 49ers. (laughs) I know why Song got Fred Warner. There goes TJ Watt and Devin White. This is crazy because one guy who I thought would be gone by now is still there after five IDP picks in a row. Uh-oh, now I made Tino think for his next one. <laughs> hey, hey, Chaotic's finally off of work. Let's go. What up? And there we go. Song fucking took Nick Bolton. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have Warner. I definitely would have picked Nick Bolton way before I'm picking Warner. Jamie said, got to get those LBs. Hell yeah. (laughs) And Bogey said, y'all need to stop playing and draft Richard Sherman already. (laughs) It would have been fucking uh, Silky Johnson had he not turned the auto draft off. It would have ended up being him. Ooh, Mike Williams, back to the offense. We had six, what was that, six? Seven IDP in a row. And there we go, see, KJ Wright. What happened, Dominic? I thought Dominic plays in some of these hustler leagues. Why the hell would you pick KJ Wright? And Marty said panic pick. (laughs) The Mike Williams. I panic picked him in a real league. Uh, it wasn't too much of a panic. It was in the 10th round, but 
Still don't know how I feel about it. Silky Johnson went Stidham, huh? I took uh, I took Jordan Brooks. Is that a good spot to pick him in? I guess it is. I mean, he's probably uh, he's he's like Kyler. I mean, he caught an ACL at the end of the year, so uh, I mean, if he didn't tear his ACL, I mean, shit, he'd be the number. He, him and Roquan are like the the one A and one B. Okay, that's all right though. All right, but yeah, that's how good he is. He's the man. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Let's lock him in. Zaire Franklin. Crazy, because nobody really knew who the hell Zaire Franklin was last year besides me. And um, I'm telling people about him, like, you better pick him up. You better pick him up. <clears throat> in our 32-team league, uh, we only play we only play one at each position. But he was one of the guys that I was able to get in the first wave of free agency. And just, man. All right. Really got to scroll down on some of these. Yeah. Oh. All right. I'm going to do it. I don't think he's going to retire. Let's lock, it. Let's lock him in. <laughs> we just talked about it today, how uh, he might not be retiring. Get ready for what's going to happen in March with this motherfucker. Fucking Brady for you podcasters who aren't watching this live. And Marty said, LOL, that's crazy, Huss. It's not, though. It's not. We talked about it today on the show. Like, he's not he's not officially retired. Like, because of all the shit that's starting in 2024, like, I do know. the 10th round. Didn't he sign the paperwork, though? To retire? Yeah, didn't he sign the paperwork? Because then um, J.J. Watt made, like, a joke. He's like, oh, there's paperwork that we got to fill out? <laughs> I don't know. Brett Favre retired and unretired a couple times too. Oh, he did get drafted. <coughs> Marty said, "Oh, Sh Sherman drafted." <coughs> See, I took Brady right before Richard Sherman. Not that bad of a pick. Rashawn Evans, he's a beast. Glad that they figured out how to use him in Atlanta. Because yeah. uh, I sure couldn't figure out how to fucking use him in Tennessee. But, yeah, and I mean, we're going to get the offense sprinkled in, but it's going to be a lot of defensive guys, I'm sure, that are going to be going now. Most people might have already filled up their offense. And Tino said, it's so hard to chat and pay attention to the draft. How? <laughs> All you have to do is when it gets close to your turn on the screen, like, I know we're on a little bit of a delay, but. <clears throat> when it gets like three or four picks away from you, then you just got to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> I know that we have some people who only draft for money, but it's not like we have any money on this or anything. Antonio said <laughs> he's the Shermanator. <laughs> what up, Phil? Yeah, we're going to do some grades at the end here, too. 
Hey, hey, what up? Catch in the house. So what up, Huss and Stevie and all the homies in the chat? What up? What up, Catch? Yeah, we got to collab again on a mock draft or something, bro. Take your style and my style, and then we'll just interweave them. <laughs> Shout out to anybody who uh, who knows where that where that line came from. Throw it in the chat. What movie did that come from? Uh oh, chaotic said I forgot about QBs. Where's she at? <laughs> She's not in this one. Are you talking oh, about the real in the re- in the uh, the the Dynasty Seventeen? Ah. Uh. And Jamie said, can I come on live for the grades? Yeah, man, for sure. Let me shoot you. the. I'll shoot you the link right now so I don't forget. Damn, I wasn't paying attention, but all right. How do you feel about this dude, Luvu? Oh, man, Frankie Luvu's the fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all these guys who, like, <laughs> we call them our children, the guys who the the guys who nobody fucking knows about in the world, but we put them on your radar for IDP. Frankie Louvu is one of those guys. <laughs> he came out of nowhere and just fucking killed it all year. Yeah, so I played in my first uh, IDP Dynasty League that was we started, I think, three years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, but it's only like it's one it's one D line, one defensive back, one linebacker, and then one uh one flex. And the points are not like a lot. It's only like it's not a lot of points. Not like this where you get six points for shit. Yeah. Like it's just a point for this. Derek, you're the three. man. Derek got it with son in law. <laughs> uh, and this year, both on the wave of wire was able to pick up Luvu and Zaire Franklin. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. And seeing, I mean, really, it, it's because. When it's super shallow like that, I mean, for the dynasties that we do, I mean, I don't know if you went and looked at all the uh, the settings since you joined, but we do two at each position, two DLs, two LBs, two DBs, and then three IDP flexes on top of that. So, I mean, there you're still able to get, I mean, you're still able to get some of these guys on uh, on waivers like in the season, and um, and some of the startups, I mean, shit, like. Like guys like Logan Wilson, like not last year, but I guess like back in 2021 when he was still a sophomore, nobody knew who the hell he was. And I'm picking him in like the 40th round um, of some of these startups, even though I've fucking told people about him, but so many names that people just forget. Yeah. All right. Jalen Pitry. There's a name that uh, even though I've talked about him a bunch and he finished as the number one DB uh, last season, people kind of still forget about him. He slides under the radar. And yeah, I got I'm going to start doing more IDP content as well. Guess I can at least come up with uh, maybe like a top 20 at each position. And Devo said, fuck, did you auto pick? <laughs> and Song said, back to the IDPs. I didn't know more than half of the IDPs. I know uh, no, I know now before I met you, Huss, I said, I appreciate you on the show. Hell yeah, man. Just makes you, I mean, doing IDPs just makes you appreciate just more football in general because now we're we're focusing on both sides of the ball. And every play could, could mean double depending on uh, – on what players you have on each side of the ball. Ah, Hufanga, he's the man. Nice. 
someone else who Bogey talked about. <coughs> I mean, shit, like before we even really knew, <coughs> really even knew who he was. And then during the season, I know people get a lot of value out of the IDP waiver wire <coughs> that we do, that we did every week. Yeah. Really putting a lot about, of guys on the map. They were talking about Hufanga in, in training camp. He was a big name going around. Uh, mm-hmm. Comparing him to Troy Palomalu. Gabe mm-hmm. Davis off the board. Oh. <laughs> <Disgusting>. <laughs> I'm a big Gabe Davis hater. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, you the man. He said, yeah, Hudson Bogey put me on to IDP. Thanks, guys. Hell yeah. And all these mocks, it's just going to be more and more names. Um that we get floating around out there because we still seven rounds of IDP. I mean, shit, that's still what seven times 12. I don't even know. What does that end up being? I mean, shit, that's still 84 players potentially that we could be talking about on any of these live streams. All right. Yeah, we're getting kind of like the tail end of people locking in their last wide receiver three or whatever, maybe their flex potentially. I don't even got two running backs yet. <laughs> Damn, you didn't go any running back. Well, and see, and I guess something like this where the max running backs you could pick is three. So maybe everyone doesn't. I mean, so, I only have two. Well, I was about to go running back, but. Like in a real dynasty. Like when, even if you are going like zero RB, how how long are you waiting? Like, what's the max that you feel like you'd wait? How many rounds? Oh, now, until like right now, basically. Okay. <laughs> like I felt like I I probably should have went running back there. Um, <laughs> but there's a lot of defensive players coming off. Uh, so I'm I'm hoping the guy that I want falls back to me. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. I, I definitely could have went running back there, but I just feel like the upside with Tony. You know, you know I think the upside because it. If he winds up starting to produce and and he's not injured, like I could just trade him for a running back. So you know, right. That's what I like to do is I like to take the value. I like to go with you know the upside, especially this late. You know, I I don't care about the running back right at this second. There's so many other positions that we have you know to start here. So yeah, you know, if I'm punting running back a little bit, like I, I'm okay there. You know, we only got to start two of them, so. Yeah, whatever. And we got time till the season starts. You know, we're not starting a lineup right now. So, you know, yeah, some of these guys will build up value, you know, as we get into the season, depending on what happens, you know, with free agency, obviously, and you know, the draft. So, and Banks last time, I'm going to leave my IDP flex spot open then. Didn't notice the shallow bench. Oh, man, you drafted incorrect. You're automatically going to get docked at least uh, at least one or one or two letter grades on that because you got to got to fill the got to fill the active lineup. Oh, shit, I do. I didn't even know that. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, I'm not going to fill the active lineup. I fucked uh, up. Boom. All right. Logan Wilson. There we go. Fucked up. My bad. <laughs> it's all good. It's not like the grades count for anything other than us talking shit. Um, <laughs> but that's why we do this. It's all exercises. It's all exercises. 
because uh yeah because i i swear like we did so many mock drafts and we're doing it all like 30 second you know boom 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 it's like when you get into your like home league you got like a two minute clock man it's just you know the clock just slows down like if you're just used to a 30 second you know draft like anything more than that it's like it's super easy you like your brain's already like focused on the 30 seconds so <clears throat> all right so i i got who i wanted to get so i was able to wait the whole round so i'm, I'm happy i went tony there <laughs> yeah and seeing something i mean for sure if this was a real startup tyler algier is gone you know by this point but because people are only drafting like three at the max yeah ends up working out it's crazy. I mean, Tyler Algier, probably the most quietest thousand yard runner in history, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, you know, didn't really get the draft capital, but he found himself in the perfect opportunity. So we'll see what they, what they wound up doing um, this year, if they draft somebody or bring somebody in, but he's got a chance at least for this year to, to be the starter. Yeah. Possible. <laughs> Don't Marty said, damn, I thought I'd get Winfield for sure. Hell no, man. That's super good value on a guy like Winfield. Like he's always somewhere inside my top 12. He kind of gets uh, just kind of gets overlooked a lot. He really does, but he's the man. Especially guys like him. I mean, his dad was already a beast. I know it was that cornerback, but if some of these guys like they just end up like just following in there, I mean, shit, look at Patrick Sertan. I mean, fuck, he is so good. Like at the position, these guys were kind of just like bred for it. Yeah. See, cause there's no like projections. I, I don't know who the hell to pick at DB right now. <laughs> Let's see. Poor D line. So, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, guys like uh guys like Kyle Duggar, this is some one of my favorites. And uh he was someone who uh I mean nobody really knew who the hell he was, but he was drafted in the second round by Bill Belichick. I mean, come on, how like you think of like second rounders like Bill Belichick's going for someone who's gonna be like a huge part of that system. Like the first year he learns the system. And then ever since that, like he's a huge fucking part of their secondary. Um, man, my favorite guy here, though, is uh, Jaquan Brisker. So last year he was uh, he was my favorite DB to draft like in Dynasty um, over uh, Kyle Hamilton and other guys like that, because he was uh, he was getting inserted right into the Bears starting lineup. And uh, man, did he pay off as like a rookie, someone who was like. Not too many rookies are valuable in redraft. Like he was valuable in every single format. And oh, there he goes. <laughs> yep. He, I mean, he's the man. He's the man. <laughs> these are just going to be the free gems after I after I can't really draft any of these guys. And uh, Javon Holland. I mean, he's still out there. Javon Holland is the fucking man for the Dolphins. Like someone who I mean, I I don't think he. Uh, well, I'm going and looking on sleeper. He led the Dolphins in tackles and snaps. So I knew that he led in tackles. I didn't realize that he led in snaps as well. And like IDP, I mean, just like everything else, the more you're on the field, the more opportunities you have. And they this past year, they let him get after the QB a little bit more than the year before as well. And um, 
yeah, for everyone who knows who Hufanga is and kind of the shit that he does and how we kind of compare him to Troy Palomalo, I feel like Holland's like that same like style of player. Yeah. Let's see. Who are some other? Uh, well, let me pick. And now I got to pick D line. The D line's all fucking out of whack here. But I'll go Trey Hendrickson. He's hella solid. And you know what? Fuck it. I'll just go Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard so I don't have to dive too deep. But uh, those are that they're two of the reasons why the Cincinnati Bengals have one of the best defenses in the league. It all starts up front with those guys. And uh, Trey Hendrickson gets after the QB a little bit better than Sam Hubbard does. But like, man, like Sam Hubbard stops the run like nobody's business and can still get after the QBs as well. Was that for me, Chaotic? That's what I get for talking shit about Gabe Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and Tino said they don't have rookies on sleepers, so they have some of the offensive rookies. I'm not sure how many. They don't have any IDP rookies yet. And so what what DB am I looking at here? Uh, So you would be looking at, I mean, shit, Holland, um, Justin Simmons, Kyle Duggar. I mean, those are the guys who I'd oh, be going for right here. Yeah, Holland's the man. Uh, we need two more rounds. <laughs> and Chaotic said, yep, it was. <laughs> Don't get me started on Gabe Davis. I went on rent all offseason on Gabe Davis. I not draft Gabe Davis. So, you know, you would have thanked me um, because that's what happened. I mean, after, after week one, I was taking so much heat for it. Um, but – over the course of the season, he kind of showed his his true colors. He's just not a great route runner. He's just a product of being wide open and blown coverages, and it's just how I feel. He's just not a great wide receiver. They need to go and get somebody else. They need to get a real number two because them having only Stefan Diggs is just not enough. And Tino said you can't draft Will Anderson. I, I don't think he's on sleeper yet. I don't. I don't think they have like any IDP rookies on there at all, but the way that I do, I mean, well, you're in, well, you're in one of the dynasties that we're about to start up uh, the number 19. We don't draft rookie players. So, I mean, we draft kickers, which represent rookie picks. And then we have all the rookie drafts after the NFL draft. Cause I really don't like drafting rookies until we know where they're going to land because like, that just changes all the value there. The NFL draft is what sets the value for these rookies in my mind. Yeah. What do you what do you think? What do you think about that? Do you ever get into leagues or whatever that draft rookies before the NFL draft happens? I don't play in any that do that, but there are a ton of leagues that do do that. So yeah. you know, that's just, you know, more of you know having to do your homework. And some of them are like Devi leagues where it's like you draft you know, players coming out of high school, you know, right. so you have college players like on your actual roster. So it's, it's a little bit different. Some of those leagues that do it that way, but no, for the most part, it's mostly a lot of leagues do their draft oh. right after the NFL draft, right after we know they don't give you time to think about it. You know where they're going and yeah, boom, the drafts are, you know, the drafts are happening. So yeah, 100% of the rookie drafts that we do are starting Monday morning, like the, the day after. Um, well, I guess the draft isn't happening on Sunday this year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but so I guess we're going to let that Sunday marinate and then um, we're going to start it on that Monday morning. 
because that's how we've been doing it for the last couple years. And uh, Jamie, did I ever send you the link? Yeah, Jamie, I sent you the link if you still wanted to hop on. And uh, Tina said, okay, makes sense. Uh, it better because I like this early. To, um, yeah, it, well, see, it's not too early to. I, I feel like now it still makes it fun, even though we don't know a lot of things that are like going into place. But yeah, I don't like the idea of drafting. Like I haven't even done like a lot of research on these rookies. So really a lot of it happens in the prep for the NFL draft. That's when a lot of my research goes into play for these guys. I mean, what, what we're doing now, mock drafting, like I do mine every single week. We do, you know, a mock draft, a rookie mock draft and a startup draft. So it's just important to just stay in tune with the community and how everybody else views and values players, you know? So yeah. it's always, it's always important to understand the current, the current market and the current market value of, of all players. So that's kind of, you know, what we, why we continue to do it throughout the off season. And then once the season comes, you know, we're, we're caught up and you know what, you're ahead, you're ahead, of, you're, you're a step ahead of kind of everybody else, you know, in your league. So, yeah. Because we're going to have, I believe we're going to have four of these dynasty leagues that start, which two of them are already drafting right now. And the third one's the one that you're in, Stevie and Bogey and Tino and Crispy. And uh, that one's going to be start. That's one, that one's going to start next week. And then we're going to have one start maybe like mid-March or maybe the end of March. And then that's really it before the NFL draft happens. And then we'll do like maybe like two more like after the NFL draft. But uh yeah, once July gets here, it's like we're going to start best ball, the big-ass best ball tournament. And um, then we got our 32-team league. That's going to fucking be a crazy-ass insane draft. And and the season's going to be back here before we know it. That's really why I like doing these because Jamie said I like to do uh, 100% of my startups um, after the NFL draft, including all the rookies. Uh, see, I like um, the way that I do it with uh drafting so if we do the drafts before the nfl draft we draft kickers to represent the rookie picks and who doesn't like drafting like we we draft our draft picks we draft wrestlers to represent our team and then we do our veterans draft and then we do our rookie draft so like before the season starts we've had four drafts for us fucking drafting degenerates and so just makes it a little bit more fun and versus just one draft and that's it but the drafts that we do, the startups that happen after the NFL draft, they are rookies included as well. And I like those too. Like, uh, it's crazy because in some of these ones where the picks, like the picks have no names attached, sometimes they drop a little bit lower than once the name is actually attached and now the player has the value, you know, then they're going at the Bijan's going at the end of the first round in these startups or whatever right now in the two startups that we did, the number one rookie pick went at the end of the second round. So changes things around and makes it a little bit more fun because uh, we don't know where Bijan's going to go. What if he goes somewhere that we all hate, you know, and then you really don't want to draft him may or may not happen. Who the hell knows? I, I don't think it matters where he goes. He's going to be a three down back no matter what, you know, maybe he doesn't, you know, have a, ton shit ton of carries maybe his first season if he winds up going to a bad spot wherever that may be if that's even possible but that's what i said maybe maybe not right like maybe there is no bad landing spot for him well you know as, in dynasty you know you you look more at more at the talent 
when you're drafting than the actual, you know, spot that they go, you know, so yeah. you can't, don't be fooled by the spot. Right. So when, you know, when you took CEH at the one oh one because he went to the chiefs, you know, years ago, you got killed, you know, and when you yeah. didn't want to pick AJ Brown because he went to the Titans and they didn't have a QB, you know, you're feeling pretty bad right now. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta know a little bit about the rookies and understand, you know, pick, go for the talent situation does matter, but the talent will most of the time, overcome the situation so chaotic said money i forgot about the super flex Hus took my qb when i took trevor at the 108 <laughs> so then i shifted and took two early rookie picks and one thing to remember everyone who's in the number 17 we haven't had one pick there anybody could make picks at any time for players who've been drafted anything like like this is the this is the first draft that we've ever done out of all 18 dynasties that we've started in the last three years where a pick hasn't a, a trade hasn't happened before we got to double digit rounds. Like, so kind of uncharted territory. Usually we're getting a lot of crazy picks and stuff flying around. And Tino said, so how do I get Will Anderson? <coughs> you draft a kicker. That's going to represent a draft pick. Will Anderson. He's probably, he's not going in the first round of uh of of a rookie of a rookie draft i mean he's just he's he might i guess if it's you drafting him but there's not too many idp players that go in the top 12 ever of the rookie drafts there's like just no reason to jump on those guys like because a lot of those guys you can get in the mid to late second round maybe some of these guys are falling in the third and fourth round so yeah you just want to stack up on kickers which represent picks in the in the 2023 one of my one of my recent leagues that i drafted probably a month ago or so um i wound up taking rookie picks at the uh i I wound up getting the 102 the 103 the 105 the 201 like it it's just the value of the picks or the perceived value like it doesn't matter that there's no player attached to it it's just that once we get to that time and you're at the actual draft. We know where these players landed. People will start going crazy to get certain players. And, you know, that at that point, you can take advantage and you just have more flexibility of what you can do with that pick. You know, you can trade it for a player at that particular time because that pick might be more valuable than because of where people landed in that particular time. So what up, Sir Bongsla? Yeah, see, chaotic. In uh, in our startup, she has the 102 and the 107 right now. Nice. And uh, but I'm pretty sure the person who who took the 101 said they're going Bijan. But so you're, you're if chaotic. If you don't got a QB, you could at least take Bryce Young or CJ Stroud there. I mean, yeah, is that the same exactly. league that she's got? You got yeah. the issues at QB. Yeah. So yeah, you got no choice. You have to take the QB there at 102. Yeah. That's what you'd want to do anyways. I mean, QBs are valued the highest. And uh, and I got four QBs because people kept passing on them. So I just, <laughs> I got like, I mean, I, I picked, uh, who do I have right now? I got Trevor, I got Kirk Cousins, I got Russ, and I got Derek Carr. And uh, so, yeah, I got some QBs for sale, Chaotic. Don't be afraid to make me, uh, don't be afraid to make me an offer. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Well, let me let me ask you this question because in this particular spot, Jared Goff winds up going winds up going after 
Daniel Jones after Kirk Cousins. Um, how do what do you feel about Jared Goff like going in compared to I guess Daniel Jones and Kirk Cousins because they're kind of I guess in that same range, that same area. Yeah, I mean, I feel I mean Jared Goff is the one who rose in uh, in value from last year. You know, so I mean, I'm not mad at the value. I mean, if you have, if you picked him later in previous dynasty leagues, I mean, you're loving it that now he's like a third round, like dynasty pick. I mean, I'd rather be going for the Kirk Cousins. I'd probably take Goff over Danny Pesos because, like, I just hate him so much that, like, you know, like, it's the shit's not gonna last. He's a fucking fugazi. All right. But so he uh, won 45 <laughs> mil. Is he fucking on crack? I mean, he's 45. I mean, that is, it's crazy that that's the, it's the, crazy that that's the going like, rate that like almost, he's crazy, but he's not at the same time. Like it's, it's a crazy world we live in because why would you give teams like the giants who are showing that they have no loyalty to anybody, <laughs> you know, like even Eli Manning. I mean, they did him pretty dirty, like going, like they couldn't just let him finish it off. Like couldn't even let him like get a streak, you know, uh, finish that streak or whatever the fuck he had. Like they made him sit for one game. They're like, all right, I guess we don't want to use Danny Pesos. Let's, uh, let's bring you back. Um, I mean, we, we've had, everybody's had major questions about Danny Pesos, except, you know, and then this year, yeah, he did decently well, but, Guys, don't forget, Kyler Murray got hurt. Lamar Jackson got hurt. Deshaun Watson didn't play the whole season. Like, you know, Matt Stafford was shit. Russell Wilson was shit. You add all those guys in for a full season and do better than the shit that they did. And now Danny Jones and now Daniel Jones was is, you know, Lamar QB Jackson 15. missed a bunch of games. I don't know if you mentioned him. Another Which guy. One? Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yep, I another him. guy yeah. who would have been ahead of him. You know, yeah, and then he him. and then he falls to like QB fifteen if everything is you know if everybody's healthy. Now, granted, everybody wasn't healthy, so that happened. <laughs> but just to throw it in perspective, if people were healthy, like he didn't do as great as everybody really thinks that he did. You know, he's not like that top ten. Yeah. QB. And Song said I would have went uh, two of there, but I took Cousins. Um, and seeing that's. Uh... Well, two well, you couldn't, I, I'm looking there. You couldn't have picked two of there. Yeah, you couldn't. He got picked couldn't. before you. But I did make that choice in the dynasty that we uh, that we got going right now. I picked um, cousins over Tua. I mean, they were kind of back to back there. What's your thought on those guys? Like for this year, and then I mean, cousins is 34, so it's not like he's like out of the oh. league next year or anything. But how do you compare him to a guy like Tua, who's I mean, in his mid 20s? Yeah, I mean, two I'm taking before any of those guys. Uh, two I'm taking after, you know, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. Um, that's kind of the two arranged for me. Because um, of the age or or like? Yeah, his, his, age, his age, his situation. I mean, the, the players that he has around him. I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's in a good system. As we have saw, when, he, when he's healthy, he can be a really good QB. The problem and the risk of it is, is he going to stay healthy? Does he get knocked out again? I mean... If that happens, kinda, you're, you know, you're fucked. So there is risk that goes into it. Um, but that's kind of why I got a little bit nervous about him. It's not like I, I mean, guys like Steve Young, I mean, he retired because he had seven concussions, like in his season, in his career. I mean, fuck, like two, I got that in one season. Like that's a lot of like, and two of them were in like back to back weeks, even though they didn't say that the first one was officially a concussion we all know that he fucking got concussed in that game 
And then, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins is, you know, he's a win now QB. Like you said, he's 34. He's got a couple years left. I mean, I could see it now where even now he's struggling a little bit to push that shit down the field on those long bombs. Like he's giving it everything he's got to throw some of these bombs. And I, I don't know how much longer realistically, you know, the age is just going to catch up at some point, obviously. So and then the cap, you know, who knows how long the Vikings want to keep him for, depending what happens. So it's he's risky as well. Um, but I would rather take the chance on Tua than I would Kirk. Like, I'll still take Tua over Kirk, over Danny Dimes. Yeah. And over Jared Goff. All right. We got another panelist on the show. We got our man Jamie in the house. What's going on, guys? What up, dude? Yeah, you're just talking about the Tua Cousins debate. Yeah. Like, because in my draft, if you look at, I was at the number twelve. I was gonna take Tua or Cousins with that pick, and just go three so QBs I, back to back to back. Like, I, I would have rather had AJ Brown and like Fields or Dak, whoever I would have took. I probably would have took Fields over Dak. Mm-hmm. But if I, imagine if I had like Fields. AJ Brown, and then when it came back to me, I would have had to choose between Tua and Cousins. That's what right. would have been my decision. I probably would have yeah. took Cousins in that situation. Yeah, he's safer because I already have a quarterback like Dak and or her, you know, like a high high upside guy. So I'm going to go with the safer guy as my super flex. Yeah, the only way you're getting a solid QB in the third round is if you have a higher well a lower pick in the first round to where you're catching that good part of the third round reversals. But why don't you read off your team, Jamie, and then give us a little bit of insight into why you picked a bunch of the players that you did. All right. Cause uh, I was at the one twelve uh, fields. I, I was already in two drafts this year. Fields hasn't made it to the one twelve. He was going like mid okay. before that pick. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll pick fields. The one that went, we uh, Dak one- because, in the my, one that uh, we've done recently, he actually got picked at the one twelve. Also, uh, okay. But with uh, Dak, I mean, he, he he's another top ten quarterback. So I got two top ten quarterbacks right there. And then a twelve team superflex. That's huge. Having two top ten quarterbacks. That's that's why I said the back end is not bad when you. Yeah. Go. So, but when it came back to me, I was hoping on Higgins falling. To the three? Oh, what, the four? Oh, the fourth round, yeah, where you took Drake. Yeah, yeah. so – but I also have Drake as a top ten dynasty wide receiver. I just have Higgins two spots over him. DK Metcalf is right there too. Yep. So yep. any of those guys I would have been happy with as a wide receiver one, like yep. a, a top ten guy. And then uh, Pittman, obviously, he, he's got upside – He's more in like the 15 to 20 range, but he's got that top 10 upside. And so does Godwin. Godwin could be a top 10 receiver every week too. People are sleeping on Godwin. So I have three receivers that have top 10 upside. I love that. Plus Jonathan Taylor, Dobbins. Do you remember the rookie draft, what, three years ago? Mm-hmm. It was Jonathan Taylor, Dobbins, Akers. Like those are the big names, and I got both of them. They're still young. They're in the first contract. And then in about two years from now, 
if this was an actual team, I'd look to start to sell them while I draft like a Gibbs or someone this year, you know? Yeah. Uh, t- Tucker or Evans. But uh, I'm not a defensive guy. So I panicked and started going defense, defense, defense. TJ White, Chase Young, those are all names we know. Big yeah. guys, top 10 guys. But There's if you that, look, I would have gone in a in a different, I mean, direction than you did on a few of them. But I mean, solid guys nonetheless. Looking back at it, I would have skipped over Dobbins if I would have known Pacheco, James Conner, Zeke, Fournette, Herbert, Hunt. Those are still on the on the board right now. Yeah. So uh, the most you came down to was position scarcity. Like we didn't have a bench. So if I actually did have a bench. I would have drafted totally different. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, this is really like we're really trying to make it top heavy in this, and that may not always be the strategy. And, uh, I mean, it's just because we're only doing 16 rounds. I mean, shit, the dynasties that we do, there's like 60 rounds, you know. So, I mean, the the, the what's it called? The uh, the strategies might be a lot different than than in an actual startup. Yeah, I did like your Christian Kirk pick, though, man. You said on the pod that you were going to think about taking them early. That's not that early because I was looking at them like eight picks before you took them. Yeah. Yeah. He, I don't was, think- he was a top 12 guy on a weekly basis. Yeah. And PB and waivers said, I hope Fields gets traded in real life. I think he's going to. I mean, it's a new regime over there. All right. I don't know. It's not like they're playing to win anything like right now. Like I'd rather see him get traded to somewhere where maybe they have a few more weapons where he can thrive a little bit more. Cause it's going to do better for fantasy. Like I, I don't know. Like he's got so much more potential than the bears have to offer him. What do you think? Oh, Stevie, you're uh, you're muted and oyster on Twitch. What up? My bad. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a he's a good QB. I mean, he was, uh, you know, better prospect than C.J. Stroud coming out, and he could actually pass the football. Last year, he didn't really look good passing at all, but at the same time, they just had garbage trash for wide receivers. You know, the year before, he wasn't crazy bad. We expected him to be better passing, um, but, you know, he has that possibility like that Jalen Hurts jump, um, but he needs weapons. I mean, we what are we doing with Claypool and, Felix Jones, the 25-year-old rookie. I mean, it's... <laughs> All right, so we always do grades on this. Throw it in the chat. What are we grading? What are we giving Jamie for a grade? And you know what? I got to give you a C-plus because you picking Jonathan Taylor right after you said you like to build around these young QBs and young wide receivers. Like, I got I got to knock you. I got to dock you uh like a half of uh well yeah you also there. have to think even during the podcast someone's like how could so how could J- jt fall that low yeah jt should not have fell that low <laughs> like i if, if jt wasn't there i would have went in my normal direction but i couldn't pass up on that value yeah like if jt is a middle second round pick if you would have done what you said that you were thinking about in high end sight instead of getting Dak going AJ Brown and then getting like a tour or a cousins. Oh, I would have loved that. 
I feel like that pushes it closer to a B plus than the B minus without me docking you, you know, for just fucking around yeah. with you. But yeah, it's it's a B minus. But uh, yeah, like my, my players are studs upside with like Bateman even. And I grade hard, just okay. so you know. We 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 don't uh yeah, like I don't I don't even know if we gave anybody a grade like of an A last year at all, because uh we don't want people to get too get too comfortable either. And Marty said yeah. B, Bong said B, Antonio said B. <laughs> Tino yeah, said I'll give you an E for extreme. <laughs> I think I like to be I like to be as well. I mean, it's real close to a B plus. Um, just the I don't know. We, we don't know what's happening with Pittman and Godwin. Even though I do like those players, you have the upside there. The two top ten QBs, awesome. You were able to get JT London. I mean, you're 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 perfectly building the team, and then you got Bateman there on the bottom, which is very underrated. The Ravens trusted him enough to be their number one wide receiver going in the season, so I think he's a real good sleeper guy coming in if he can stay healthy, and hopefully Lamar stays, or else uh, we don't. Who knows what's going to happen there? But uh, yeah, you're like BB plus for me. I, I like it. You're like right on the fringe there. I like it. Uh oh. And he went fresh into the matrix. And uh, Emil gave him a D. <laughs> what was the D for? Was there a couple players that you didn't like? I'm not a super fan of the uh, three wide receivers that he took. I guess a little bit of, uh, and then if he was here, I still would have told him that. But that that was really where it kind of lost it. I mean, he said that he values Drake as a, as a top 10. For dynasty um i don't have the exact same value on drake i mean he gets a different qb i mean maybe things change um songs have b minus i'm i'm with him though i i do have drake london as a top 10 dynasty okay receiver. i know we haven't seen the the production yet from him but um hold on let me let me pull it up here real quick because he was he was second in the nfl in target share so that's targets per route run you know how much he's targeted every time he runs a route second in the nfl and then and his target share he was fifth in target share in the nfl so he's got like when you look at the numbers he's got elite numbers but you just didn't see it because they didn't pass the ball that much so if he gets a qb i mean yeah 32.4 percent target share only Tyreek Hill had a higher target share than Drake London yeah is, is that not crazy to think about it is I mean the numbers are skewed when Pitts is gone for a bunch of the year and there's literally nobody else besides him there but yeah I'm, I mean he's gonna be a huge part of that team moving forward and they didn't draft him where they did to not make him a huge part of that so yeah, he he commands targets. That's that that's the that's the thing that that we want to see, you know, out of some of the young wide receivers. Do they command targets, you know, from the QB? So and uh Elvery said target share in the team that uh with the least throws said might want to double that's check. The, that's that's the point is that if they throw the ball more and he <sighs> continues that same target share, like that's that's the thought of it. That's when you look that's why you look forward in you know in dynasty. You're, we're trying to find those wide receivers before they break out. And these are some of those metrics that determine, you know, how we can find some of those wide receivers. <laughs> Banks lot said Emil is giving him the D <laughs> pause. <laughs> the one thing that all these top 10 wide receivers, whoever finishes, you know, all these guys that finished in the top 10 this year, the one thing they all have in common is elite target shares. Yeah. You know, and elite uh, target rates. They all have that those two things in common so there we go all right so, hey alex i'm not an idp guy but what do you think of the jeremy chin pick right there 
So Jeremy Chin, not a bad pick. I mean, I feel like he's due for a little bit of a bounce back. I mean, he's probably been, he's been a disappointment to people who drafted him in his sophomore year. Like outside of that kind of had good value on him, like in dynasty leagues, but yeah, he needs to, he needs to step it back up. He's underperforming compared to like his rookie year. That's for sure. But, um, I feel like he could bounce back. Jair Alexander, I mean, I definitely would have went in a different direction. Um, well, than- see, I, I'm not a defensive guy, so like, I, I was going to pick Sertain, and there was a few other guys that got sniped. So I'm like, fuck, the only other name I know is Jair Alexander. Yeah, and where you want to go if uh, – well, I mean, I, it always depends on what style of league you're playing in, but on Sleeper, they do the IDP 1-2-3 scoring. And if you're in a league with that type of scoring, you really want the box safeties. I mean, those are, I mean, the guys who you really want to, uh, those are the guys who you want to target, the guys who just rack up the tackles. One one other thing about Drake London is that guy's 21 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's just wild. So just think about the years of production that's ahead of him. All right. Go ahead and read off your squad, Stevie, and uh, let us know some of your thoughts behind your picks. I mean, I think it was a steal. Jalen Hurts falling to me. It was a steal. Kyler Murray falling to me. So being able to lock in those two guys was big. And then coming back around, Garrett Wilson, top 10 dynasty wide receiver for me. Then T. Higgins fell. So not going running back. I would have probably went ETN. Uh, but ETN just I got sniped right before, and then Trey Lance was still on the board at that point. So figured let me get the QB and the possibility you know that he has with that upside. And then after that we had TJ Hawkinson fall tight end premium. I mean TJ Hawkinson top five dynasty tight end. I mean just he's sneaking in. People aren't valuing him as he should be. I mean the guy is the number two wide receiver on the Vikings now. After that we had Jerry Judy and Hollywood fall to me. Judy, the number one. I mean, last year, wide receiver two on a shit offense where Russell Wilson was absolutely horrible. How much worse can it get than that? So Judy is a little sleeper for me, too. And he's young. Hollywood Brown, same thing, young guy. Then I get to pair him up with Kyler Murray as well. So big things to come for 2024 for them. So just some high upside wide receivers that I could build my team around for the future. Got my tight end locked in, got my QBs locked in. So now all I got to do is worry about running backs from this point on. And running backs for me, I kind of just take it season to season because it, it so many things change about running backs every single season. So that's how I looked at it. Then I had to get some defensive guys, which I didn't know much about what I was doing there. So I took some linebackers um, that tackle a lot. Got my boy Sneed um, as well. And then just kind of topped it off with some upside and some RBs. But yeah. All right, so the big reason that I give this a B minus instead of a B plus is that Kyler Murray Trey Lance stack, at least for year one. I mean, I know that we're doing. I, I mean, that's something that we always that I always put into uh, into the grades here is because not only do we want to, I mean, we want to be in these dynasties for the long haul, but we're still trying to win it year one. And I'm not saying you weren't with the way that you drafted it. That's just something I always remind people you don't draft so much for the future that you're not competitive year one, because you want, you still want to have fun like in your dynasty league, even if you are playing more for the future, it's a lot better if you play for the future and you're still competitive. Um, 
but yeah, just, just really that for year one. We don't know what the hell is going to happen with Lance, and we don't know how long Kyler is going to be out, but I'm curious to see what happens between Lance and Purdy. Yeah. And uh, I like your Hawkinson pick there, too, as well, especially in the tight end. If we had more rounds, I probably would have picked up a bunch of QBs like Zappy and mm-hmm. dudes way down there, probably. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. Uh, and I'm okay I'm- losing year one, by the way. I'm fine with going and getting a top pick going into next year and dominating with a healthy Kyler Murray and, you know, Hollywood and, and another year in Judy. So, and we'll- yeah. And if, so- uh, if Brooks wasn't hurt right now, he would have been, I mean, him and uh, Roquan Smith. I mean, those are like last year, those were the number one and two pretty much like everywhere. And uh, yeah, towards ACL, who knows, kind of in the same boat as like Kyler where he may or may not come back this year. Rashawn Evans has his breakout year. I like that pick. And uh, Frankie Louvu's the man. I believe Sneed was somewhere in the top five at the position. So I like that. Almost want to dock you points for Kadarius Tony. But um, it's funny because I bet you you sniped Crispy. I bet you you sniped Crispy. He's picking right next to you. And I bet you you sniped his ass because he fucking loves um, Kadarius Tony. And song said B minus because of Tony, LOL. It's just yeah, it's just it's just a pure upside. <laughs> for me, like if I'm competing during the season, I'll just I'll I don't mind going to spend a second round pick or maybe a late first if I have to go buy, you know, an older running back during the season because I'm competing. So I don't, you know, yeah. I'm not filling the lineup right now. That's just how I particularly draft. I like to build around the wide receivers and then um, you know, get my running backs when I need to. Yeah. Sir Bong said uh, C. Marty said uh, B minus sounds good, and throw it in there while we're smoking. I'm gonna give. Uh, we'll read off my team, and then we'll read off uh, some others' teams as well. And I'll at least give you the thoughts of why I drafted people that I drafted. And uh, I'll always. I mean, I know that a lot of people don't know the IDPs and stuff. So, like, if I say I would have done this instead of this, it's not. Uh, knock down what you guys are doing is literally just to give my two cents on why I would have done this IDP wise versus whatever you did. Cause, and I'm talking to everybody right now. Cause I know some of you guys don't even know IDP. So uh, that's uh, really the way that I can critique it is just say what I would have done. Cause I always practice what I preach. But uh, I want to say one thing about Steve's team. Like that's oh, how yeah. I usually draft, man. I, I, I love the way he, he drafted his quarterbacks. They got high upside. There's a little bit of risk there because Kyler Murray may not play. Who knows how much will play? Lance, Lance will get a job somewhere. But even even though there's still people on the waivers that he could put in a super flex, if he only has one quarterback, right? And he has an elite one. But I, I love I love the receivers. You have two top ten receivers. Hawkinson, man, he's gonna get like five six catches a game. Yeah. With that touchdown upside, like that, that puts with that touchdown premium, man. And Jerry Judy's top twenty. I would have went Mark instead of Marquise Brown. I probably would have went Rashad White. I was thinking about going JMO there actually instead of instead of Hollywood. Um, you know. Yeah, I probably would have went JMO over Hollywood, but I also would have went Rashad White over Hollywood. I don't think he could. It looked like Rashad White was taking two picks earlier. Oh, was it? I thought it was two picks. Oh, later. oh that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm. I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. Also, it looks like that yeah, one. I mean, was you know, okay. Yeah. So yeah, there's no running backs at that point. 
Yeah, yeah. and pretty much once that happened, I don't think any other running like nobody else picked a running back after that just because of the way that the but starting you, roster. You was see, set like up. Zeke's still on the board, Pacheco's still on the board. There's yeah, Hunt. like there's still so many running backs on the board. Yeah, when you yeah, go, I, through, I think that's the area those guys would go in because yeah, more people sure. have two running backs than three. So that's what we're gonna have to mm-hmm. we have to figure this out for the next one. I guess it it only took us about an hour to do the to do the draft on like the 30 seconds. So maybe we can still add in a couple extra rounds to get a couple bench spots. And the other, the other one thing I want to point out that I, that I tried to do was I, I solidified some of the, some of the positions that you can have an advantage in because they're so shallow, you know, at tight end and QB. So that was big for me being able to lock in, you know, hurts Murray, you know, hopefully Lance does what he can, but if he's not, if he doesn't, I still got Murray and, and hurts and then having Hawkinson just having the advantage at those positions is, is a big thing. People are oh yeah, and I'm talking you down to a C because uh, you didn't fill an active roster. I forgot mm, about that. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'll take it. I will take it. I'll take it. I, I didn't realize that was a that was a requirement. I didn't read the I don't read the instructions like most of us men. <laughs> it's all good, but that's just you know, and we'll next time I'm sure we're gonna add more uh bench spots or maybe a couple extra flexes or something like that. Um, guess I wanted to gauge how long this shit was gonna last, but 16 rounds we got through it in a little less than an hour. And Tino said P for perfect. He said you sniped him with the Lance uh pick there. So who has the best team? Well, we're gonna. I mean, we're gonna go through. We're gonna read off a bunch of these because I have no idea. Uh, um, the only two teams that we've read off are yours and uh, Stevie's as of right now. And Cool uh, MC said Stevie's team is fire. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and now Bakeslot changed it. Saw hurts. B minus. Never mind. <laughs> All right, let me read off mine. So I went Allen. I mean, of course, we're gonna go chalky with the QB there. Then I ended up getting Kelsey. I, I knew it, it was either Kelsey or a QB right there. And then all the, you know, the next top wave of QBs, I go like literally right after that. And then I went Jacobs just so I can get, I always try to go hero RB, whether it's somewhere in the third, fourth or fifth. So Jacobs is just my hero RB there. And then I like getting Devonta Smith there and then Stafford. Um, I think uh, I got him at the 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 end of this crazy wave of like Pickett, Lance, Carr, and yeah, and then shit. I mean, Sam Howell was like the next pick. There was like almost no QBs left at that point. And then uh, I went Kirk. I think I picked him in the sixth round of like a real startup as well. And I'm not mad at that value. Aaron Jones, I mean, way less than last year. And uh, Packers just re-signed him. Um, I know he took a little bit less money, but. He's going to stay in a system that's going to run the ball a lot, and that's what we want. And then Roquan Smith and Zaire Franklin. I mean, Zaire Franklin I got in my top three. So for me, it's Roquan, Nick Bolton, and Zaire Franklin. Those are my top three IDP players in the league. And uh, so if I could get two of those guys, I'm going to be stoked with it. And Brady really feel like he's not going to retire. And uh, if I can get him as like a bench QB or someone super late, I'll take a dart throw on it because who knows what will happen. Uh, Mike Evans, I mean, this was a dart throw to like get the last, um, I believe this was my third wide receiver, right? Yeah, so this is me locking in like the last wide receiver. And you look at like the wide receivers drafted, like after Evans, I mean, it was just the end of it. I mean, Haji, Tony, Juju. 
Gabe Davis. I mean, there was kind of nobody left like at that point. And then Jalen Pitry and Antoine Winfield. I mean, Pitry's the man finished as the number one DB last year and uh, Winfield. He's been solid ever since he's been a rookie. I locked in Logan Wilson late with the IDP spot. And then I don't know who else was left there. I just picked Hendrickson and Hubbard. Cause those are like two guys who should be in the top 20, like for sure on any list of, uh, of DLs. So not mad at getting, uh, at getting either one of those guys. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. And who are we going to go with next? Uh, Devo said, I'm here if you want to do mine. All right, let's go into Devo's. So he had the number one. So Mahomes, Walker, and then Olave on the third round reversal. So that was the 36th overall pick. And then Gino Howell, Damian Pierce, Hopkins. Oh, and put in the grades for me. And uh, and actually, I'll let you guys comment on mine. I didn't even give you guys a chance to comment on mine. So why don't we do that? Um, I just got too high and I saw Devo said, do mine next. And usually no one's here on the sh- It's either me or Bogey and that's it. And we just let the chat do it. So you guys could comment about my team. What do you think, Stevie? I think, um, I, think I give you. A, I think I give you a B minus. I think you went for. You kind of locked yourself into win right now by going with Kelsey and and Jacobs and Stafford um, and Aaron Jones. But then you made up for it with like some defensive guys too. So the defense can make up some points as well. And then you took Evans also. So you just have some guys that just have some decreasing value. But those are the guys that you want to win now. So you know you. That's the approach that you took. So. Um, I don't mind what you did there. And then, you know, you made up for it with some of those defensive guys as well. So, yeah. I Smith pick right there, man. He's a top 10 receiver. If you would have took ETN over Jacob, I think I would have liked that a little bit better for the future. Because mm-hmm. that would have locked in. I mean, I mean, they're, they're not that far apart in age, but still, I think ETN has that more of an upside than Jacobs. But other than that, like Kirk, Kirk's a great pick. Aaron Jones, I was considering them at my pick. Mm-hmm. Love the Devonta pick. Devon, that uh, that's that was oh, my favorite pick. pick of the whole draft, right there. I, I was hoping he'd fall to me. Yeah, fourth round, um, can't go wrong with that value there. And uh, he was someone who I was super on when he was a rookie. And then it's crazy how everyone started hating on him when AJ came over there, like he wasn't going to be able to do anything. So I know I got him in a bunch of startups last year. Well, well. I know when he was in the rookie draft, I was taking him at the ninth, 10th, 11th. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he even followed the 201. And it's it's crazy, like people are. I, I love his upside. Pe- people been sleeping on Jacobs, but he's got three top five seasons. <laughs> he does, yeah. but also like, he might be switching teams, and those are the running backs in dynasty oh, yeah. that you're going to have to be iffy on. They're like, probably going to franchise tag him, though. I mean, that was one of the early teams that like came out and said that they're more than likely using their tag on him. Yeah, the one thing I will say about Jacobs is I think that. That was his ceiling season. I don't know if he's doing that right. again. Like that—that's well, the big thing about Jacobs is you know. Yeah. So look where Alex took 
uh, Devontae Smith, and look where I took Bateman. Yeah. Those guys were going back to back in rookie drafts mm-hmm. a couple years, few years ago. Like, it's crazy to think, of, like, oh, if you would have took Smith over Bateman, even Waddle. Waddle was in the same position, but yeah, I got Waddle. I got Bateman. Waddle in uh, the two hundred four in one draft. Bateman's a really good route runner. He adjusts to the ball really well. He's an NFL wide receiver. Um, he can. Oh, yeah. he's, he's a wide receiver too. If he can reach his full potential, I think he's he's a wide receiver too. What a basher! <laughs> Tino said Jacobs has to start dropping soon. <laughs> I mean, that, that's. I mean, any any RB could just fall off the face of the earth. Like you know, it really can. But it's. Assuming that he stays with the Raiders, which I think they're going to tag him. I mean, it's one of the better lines, and it's, I mean, it's the reason why I loved him last year. It's the scheme of when you get in close, you ground and pound, and uh, he probably will take a dip from last year. Last year, I remember getting him in the startups in, like, the fifth and sixth round, though. Um, I still think end of the third is still solid value for him because we're going to see as this season progresses, when he gets tagged and as he, when he's for sure on the Raiders, like his value is going to, we're going to see it rise to the second round. And then in redrafts, I mean, he's for sure going to be like a first rounder. Like we're already hearing people put him in like the top three, top four for redraft at the, at the so, I'm going to give you a hot take Gibbs next year is going to be a top, top 10 running back. For Dynasty, we're going to be looking at Gibbs like we are at like ETN right now. Mm-hmm. So grab grab Gibbs wherever you can. Elliot in the house. What up? So uh, we're going to do Devo's team, right? Yep. He's up All here right. in the chat. Yep. What up, Devo? And then uh, anyone like else in the team. chat who wants your team uh, graded next, just throw it in there and uh, we'll get everyone in order. So Devo's got Mahomes, Walker, Olave. Gino, Sam Howell, Damian Pierce, Hopkins, Amari Cooper, Crosby, <coughs> Derwin James, Isaiah Simmons. What Jones is this? I thought it was Chris Jones, but <laughs> Colin Jones, <laughs> whoever the fuck that is. And uh, <laughs> Isaiah Hodgins. Is this, this is Dexter Lawrence, right? Yeah, Dexter Lawrence, Matt Judon, and Eric Kendricks. All right, well, you saved it with the Judon and Kendrick picks right there. Whoever the fuck this Colin Jones is guy. <laughs> no idea who that is. That's going to dock you at least half a point there. Uh, I'll, I'll let you start on this, Stevie. What do you think? Uh, well, love to Patrick Mahomes. He's my one on one in Superflex. So beautiful there, being able to get Kenny Walker and Olave. So you know you got two top guys at, at running back and wide receiver. Uh, Gino's going to be good for another year. I don't know how much longer he's going to last. We don't know if Sam Howell is going to turn out to be anything um so if he doesn't and then geno smith is only you know he gets franchised and only plays one more year then you might be you know looking for another qb but damian pierce um i like him but there's just not not any competition in that running back room and don't know if they're going to bring someone else in he's he's rb2 so i like him and he's a young and he's a young rb2 so i like it he hops a little bit older then you got amari cooper so you got some nice young with some mixture of some older guys as well. And then you got some good defensive guys too. Crosby, James, Simmons, Jones. That's a fucking awesome pick there. 
Okay, so I didn't I didn't know what happened when you said fuck earlier, but he said that's why I said fuck earlier. <laughs> that's why I said Colin Jones about Howell. About Howell. Yep, yep, yep. Um, no, 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 no. It was well. Was it Howell or was um was it Howell or was oh, well? I thought it was about the Colin Jones. Was it about oh, Colin maybe, Jones? Maybe. Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that's I mean. At least Howell right now. I mean, he's being touted as like going into the season as the starter. Who knows yeah. if not the start of the season if that's still the same? But he's got a chance. What was it, Devo? What was it? It was uh, okay. It was the Jones pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I, I downgraded a little bit because of the Howell. You know, I mean, it's the third QB. I mean, it is important. I said that we're going to grade everyone kind of based on the third QB as well. He's probably like one of the shakiest out of all 32 starters, at least as of right now. So I'm going to give this one. I'm, I'm, this one's a C. This one's a C for me. And it's really the combo of uh, of Gino and Howell that uh, that lowers it a little bit. Because, I, I mean, other than the <laughs> Colin Jones, I mean, I like all your defensive picks as well. Dexter Lawrence, kind of whatever, but you picked him super, super late. I think I'm pretty sure he filled the full lineup. I think Haji was his uh, his flex. Yeah, so throw like in that. the throw in the grades for Devo, and then Jamie, what are your uh, what are your I, thoughts on Devo's squad? I like the first four picks. I don't mind Gino, but if he would have went a different way and got like Russell Wilson instead, because I don't like the Sam Howell pick. And then with uh, Pierce, if you, if you look at it, like, who's still on waivers? Pacheco. What's the difference between Pacheco and Pierce right now? Not much. And he wasted, uh, what, six-round pick on Pierce when he could have had Pacheco with his very last pick. So if he, if he would have upgraded that spot, got a better receiver. But I do like Hopkins. I like Cooper. And then after that, like, this all defense. I'm not a defensive guy, so I have no idea. Chaotic said, keep my team out your mouth. <laughs> Man, I gotta get that. Uh, we, we could use that drop for like so many different <laughs> so many different things. We gotta get that. Song's giving it a C minus. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I gotta go with the C minus too. I, I don't I for me it's just the value. Like once D Hop has got what, maybe another year. I mean, realistically. He does have a win now kind of team. Yeah. If you would have okay. a different direction between Gino and here's here's a question for each of you guys, and we'll let you start, Stevie. The guys, your Hopkins, your Keenan Allen's, like these guys who are now over the 30 threshold, who we know for redraft, they'll still be in the mix. How early would you draft like guys like that to where you're not mad at the value? Cause they're probably not gonna be around long. It depends on my first three picks. Like, if they hit the fourth round, I'll think about it. Well, no, no, no. I mean, none of those guys are going in the fourth round. These are guys who are going in, like, the seventh, eighth, ninth round now. For me, honestly, never. I will never have any of those guys on my team. Uh, Not because of the production. Like, what about Diggs? Like, Diggs going – not, like, not yeah. because of the Very not because awesome. of the production. It's just because of the value of them. Because if I keep waiting, their their value is going to just keep going down to where I'm going to have to die with them on my team. And 
I don't want to ever have to fully rebuild. So I, I like to cycle out my value. I, I want straight value on my team so that I can adjust and go get what I need to get depending on what I need. So for me, you know, I just, I'm different. I'm very different. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I guess for me, it is finding, uh, it is finding the fine line. Like I think uh, in one of these, let me see. Let me see where I drafted Keenan instead Allen. Of Dig, instead of Diggs' production, I'll take a guy that's 22, 23, that's giving me 80, 85% of that production, plus an asset of, on top of that instead of Diggs. So <laughs> like you, you can split, you can just keep, you just keep splitting assets and building up value on your team. So it just depends on how you like to play. You know, for me, like 1,400 yards from Diggs, like I'm okay with getting Garrett Wilson instead. You know, mm-hmm. I'm okay with getting Olave instead plus, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how I look at it. And there's no right or wrong way. It's just, that's just how I play. I like to just recycle the value. I'm never in a position where I'm going to be at the bottom. Like I'm always going to be hovering in the top four or five teams. Hey, uh, uh, next draft, we should uh, get rid of the defensive players and put in the rookies. We're, ne- we're never going to get rid of the defensive players because uh, that's just what we do for around here. Like, I mean, I got to, we're going to stay on brand with the IDP because uh, it should be normalized. I mean, there's only offensive rookies. That's what kind of sucks right now. But I guess I don't like, I, I would rather do a 100% rookie draft than mix it in with the vets right now because I don't know. Those guys' values, it, it really, it changes too much. Let me say one more thing um, about that. Not that I would never have them, that on my team. Let me rephrase that. If I'm one wide receiver away and I need a win right now wide receiver, I'm just, I'd rather go pay for that production at that age where I don't have to pay a whole lot. If I can spend the back end first and go get Devontae Adams for me to go win the ship, then I'm okay <laughs> with doing that. But I'd rather just buy it at that point than actually hold it on my team and just lose all that value, you know, altogether. Mm-hmm. And there we go. <laughs> Mike Joseph said, IDP is life, bro. He said, first time doing IDP and I don't ever want to go back. I mean, it just, um, once you get into it, it just puts us down a rabbit hole that you don't ever want to go back for unless it's some kind of specialty league, but it just makes it to where there's no accidental championships. If, if you're, if you're getting IDP in the mix, like, you have idp in the mix like there's not going to be these teams that are just like so dominant that they can never lose because we have like fuck how many starters do we have 19 total starters like one person cannot win you the whole thing by themselves and there we go derek said idp life same with marty let's get it all right so here goes bakes a lot uh his team so he went herbert Diggs Adams. So that's kind of like the opposite of what both of you guys are like trying to do, right? And then uh yeah, just depends on you want to build it. Yeah. And then Russ will and that's what's so cool about Dynasty because mm-hmm. uh if I win at year one, I mean there's people who are gonna be building for the future who they're they ne- they might never win it. Who the hell knows? And so I guess uh it's really all about the championships and uh yeah, that's what's so cool about this. You can build it in so many different ways. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just I don't care to win year one. For me, it's like, all right, I might as well have just played redraft if I'm trying to win or, you know, if I win year one almost. You know, of course I want to win, but I want to build to dominate for, you know, years and years to come. Not <laughs> one ship and then I got to 
wind up rebuilding and I don't win again for another, you know, seven years. So, yeah. yeah see, this is a win now team. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, at least, I mean, with the first three, uh, well, I mean, Herbert's a long-term play. I mean, really just with those yeah, two. Yeah. yeah, this is great. Asset. I, I would sell uh, Stevenson right now. Get great value for him with a first plus. And then we got uh, Terry McLaurin. And uh, so, okay. So this was one I forgot. He uh, he auto-picked a couple of these in the beginning. So I don't know how many picks got auto-picked in the beginning. <laughs> As I said, uh, grade me gently. Because um, this, I mean, you could even see this team is uh, is not complete. There's not yeah. enough I IDPs. I wouldn't have went Dotson. I don't like that pick. Lock, lock it's a great value right there for a win now team. Hell yeah. Yeah, we, lo- we love Antoine Dotson around here. <laughs> I like what he did. I mean, he's got some older guys and a couple, couple younger um, guys, but he's in that two to three year window. I mean, Diggs, Adams, mm-hmm. Scary Terry, Keenan Allen. And, yeah, you know, yeah. He's he's got guys. You know, Russell Wilson. So he's perfect for a nice two to three year window. You know, if that's what he was yeah. going for. Yeah, and any of these guys. I mean. Just like anything else, can always trade off assets, but it's hard. Like Stevie said, it's hard to trade off those aging assets. I mean, it's a it's a fine line. Uh, you hold them too long, and the value just drops. That's, that's the thing. If you have Stefan Diggs, go out and try and get Garrett Wilson. Tell me what it's going to cost for you to go get Garrett Wilson. Nobody's trading straight up Diggs for Garrett Wilson. The person that has Garrett Wilson does not want Stefan Diggs. <laughs> you know, that's just the reality of it. And Mike Joseph said, uh, makes me gain knowledge uh, league-wide. The IDP guys make plays and deserve to be on fantasy for sure. I mean, some of these guys are the best athletes in the league. doesn't matter offense or defense. <coughs> and, uh, yeah, they should be put on the map. And it's dope how guys like Ricky Williams, it's funny because he didn't – he doesn't know anything about fantasy football. We're like his intro into fantasy football and we're talking about telling them how we play with idp and with defensive players and uh when we did the watch party um in uh, in november when he was there hanging out like every time a big play happened idp life and uh even at the end of the game he comes in from like outside on the uh the little patio and it's like i i n t idp life and he said now he'll just be like screaming it out at like random watch parties anytime a big time defensive play happens Hell yeah, that's, that's when you guys were in Vegas, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I was remember I watched all that shit. It's fucking that awesome. So dope. All right, throw in the grades for uh for Prado here for Bakes a lot. I'm gonna give this one a C minus. Uh, you saved it at the end. Um, that is for sure. The uh, I, I mean, I'm I, I like all the IDP picks that you mixed in at the end. I mean, Minka, Chris Jones, Buckner, um. Uh, the Black Josh Allen, Milano, Okariki, or O'Carrot Cake, if we're trying to pronounce it like uh, as correct as I pronounce. Okariki, is he a free agent? I, uh, I'm, or does he have another year? Let me see. I cannot remember if he's on the last year of his contract or not. He could be a free agent on the move. Let me see. Let's see if it's the last Jonas contract or not. He's 26. It might be. Oh, no, no, no. He, uh, no, he already signed his con. He already signed his extension. Oh, he did. 
Uh, no. Who's the other guy? Who's the? Oh no 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 no! Hold on hold on hold on! Why the hell is it telling me extension here? Now I think this is the last year on. Uh... Yep, this was the last year on it. So we'll see if he uh, we'll see if he stays with the Colts or not. I mean, he's a big part of their defense, and with Shaq Leonard being like the big disappointment that he's been injury wise. Better figure out how to keep them. And Tino said, "I don't think I, fa- uh, I don't think he factored in that next year Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> that that next year in this Dallas Cowboys year in this draft, it's always think, their year, right? I think that I, go go back up. Oh, this part. Go up to the top of the um draft. My bad, I can't see the top. Oh." They did, they did factor it in. You got C.D. Lamb up there at the 1-5. Yeah. <laughs> Silky Johnson with his auto draft ended up picking that C.D. Lamb. So that was factored in. <laughs> All right. Let's see. What do you guys What do you guys give this one? Did you guys grade it? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it 8.2 because it, it could be one of them teams that are like, hey, I'm only gonna join for uh, two years, and then I'm gonna win both those years and then give it up. Or he also has the ability to manage the team. Like, I mean, he's got assets that he can sell off. Mm-hmm. So I, I like it, man. 8.2. All right. Yeah, I like right. it. It's a, it's a nice B for me. All right. We'll go with, uh, we'll go with Tino next since he's in here. All right, Tino, he drafted CMC in the first round. I think that already docks him some points because he always talks about how he goes zero RB. And so I don't like it. I don't like the switching it up, Tino, and picking CMC 111 just because he was there. I would have let him drop to the next person. (laughs) And Tino said, I win. (laughs) I I wouldn't have took him. That's the thing. I wasn't going to draft CMC, so he could have had CMC at the – the two two, the two two, <laughs> and Tina said, "I know, I hated it too." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did want AJ Brown. That's yeah. the thing. I wanted AJ Brown on my team. Yeah, I don't like the Purdy pick. I, I'm just not a Purdy oh. believer. I mean, I've been, I, I've, I've been very vocal about this this entire time. Like he has been solid, but if he's not the guy for the Niners and who knows if he's going to be the guy. Cause he only got it because everybody got injured in front of him. Is he talented enough to outplay Lance? Do they try to bring someone in? Like that's still a possibility. Like they could bring someone in. If you're going to take Purdy, you got to take Lance before Purdy. And then you just got to mm-hmm. take Purdy after if that, if that's what you, you know, if you really believe in um, yeah. just kind of, just kind of be safe. And it'd be crazy. And then the 49ers go out there and they bring in someone just because they're primed to win now. And maybe neither one of those guys are like the Super Bowl contending quarterback that they need. If he is a starter, I mean, he's not looking bad. If two is healthy and Brock is a starter, if we're looking at best case scenarios, I mean, if, if Lamar goes back to the Ravens, if, you know, Dalvin Cook stays with the Vikings, I mean, Team's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Andrews, I, I'm kind of just, I guess I just don't want to pay the price that it costs to get Andrews. 
Uh, Dalvin Cook at six, Ayuk at seven, not too shabby. Bosa and Garrett, so he goes uh, D-line first, and then shit, I mean, locks up. I mean, D-line is kind of like tight end is the way that I like to describe it because it's like super, super top-heavy, and like you either got guys who are in the top five or you don't, and uh, he's got two guys that are in the top five right there. And uh, I don't like the Shaq Leonard pick. I'm just, I'm so jaded on him right now that I just, I try to avoid him. Um, The Sauce Garner pick, man, come on, Tino. I mean, him and Diggs back to back. I mean, those are solid like NFL picks, but not for like DBs that I really want to target in, uh, in fantasy. Um, Gabe Davis. Oh man. Boo. Boo, Gabe Davis. <laughs> I'd rather have DPJ. You hurt us too much last year. My soul is still hurt by Gabe Davis. Give me DPJ over Gabe Davis any day. <laughs> and then Alex Highsmith, uh, Trey Walker, and then Zach Wilson. It's crazy because, I mean, at least as of now, the Jets said they said that they're committed to Zach Wilson. I mean, barring them doing anything in all these trades, but. We'll see what happens. Derek doesn't like it either. Gabe yeah. Davis killed me last year. I'm going to leave. And chaotic. Gabe Davis makes you chaotic as a fucking fantasy owner. <laughs> and Tina said Shaq will be back. I mean, they said that last year. Remember, he came in and played one game. And then he was like hurting out for the year. He just hasn't been the same, man. He just has not been the same. Tino said I gave myself a B for the big D. (laughs) I do like your D line, though. The D line is savage. Definitely savage. Let's see. So overall, what would I grade this for Tino? I I mean, he gets docked because of Gabe Davis. He gets docked because of not going zero RB. Like... Yeah, I think this one's a C. This one's going to be a C. I was going to give it a (laughs) 6.9. Hold on, hold on. And then I saw Garrett. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm now I'm going to give it a (laughs) 7.2. There we go. Yeah, I'll give it a, I'll give it a C. I'll give it a nice little C. We expect better from you, Tino. We expect better. I just didn't like the CMC pick. He should have picked Fields. It would have made my life a lot easier because I would have got A.J. Brown and Dak. Yeah. Who else is here that we didn't uh, that we didn't go over your team? If you had Fields and Tua, that would have been nice. Mark and he said, Gabe is my third wide receiver. Not too bad. I mean, I think I think extremely bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want Gabe as my five. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, Martin's still here. Team. I don't want him on my team. Give me a second round pick. Give me a third round pick. Get him out of here. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, as as a third wide receiver, I would be hella nervous with Gabe Davis. Like that does oh, not yeah. seem like competitive. Derek's cracking up over here. <laughs> and uh, all right. So Marty starts off with T Law at the one night. Like I love it. Lamon Ra. Love I do it. I do like him for love that too. right after uh AJ Brown and right after Tyreek off the board. I'm always gonna hate on Danny Pesos. Like I'm not mad at where he got him, but 
That's not bad in the third. I just always hate on him. I mean, he, I just got to stay on brand with it. We just hate on Danny Pesos. And uh, fuck, I mean, Najee at the 4-9, it's fucking wild, like, the value that has changed. And, like, he was still solid last year. Like, I mean, he was he was bad at times, but the Steelers cool. were just bad at times. He was bad early in the season and in the middle of the season when he was hurt. He was playing through injury all season. And once he actually got healthy, he started rolling on that shit offensive line. Like, he was still good. And he played – I think he played every game. I don't even think he missed a game. So, yeah, you know, he's just – he's a reliable dude um, that's going to be out there no matter what. And, you know, I, I love Najee as a good little buy low um, right now. People are really, really hating on him. The funny thing is, I actually have Swift over Najee right now, and I love how we got them both. Because where where we got them, I would put Najee where Swift is, and Swift where Najee is. Well, and getting getting them both is fucking stellar. I love it. I'm a little bit on. I'm 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 climbing the ladder on that one because I'm just so out on Swift for Dynasty for redraft. He always figures out a way to fuck you. And uh, so really that's, I, I just, I want no part of them. I said it last year. I'll say it again this year. Uh, it's good value where you got them, but man. I, yeah. He was part of that Jonathan Taylor Dobbins class. Like but, he's still, he's still up there. Yeah. I mean, I think but, we all know the potential that he has, but the problem which is, is why I love Gibbs because I think Gibbs has more potential than Swift. Yeah. And yeah. all that, like he, we're going to be talking about Gibbs in the top ten next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Swift just can't stay healthy, and I think that the Lions have figured that out. They they know we can't give this guy twenty plus touches, so yeah. he's nope. going to be in that you know nice fifteen touch range. But even still, he's going to produce. Well, he needs like four or five catches a game. Yeah, he's he He'll produces really well. Yeah, he he produces really well with the limited touches. But I think like overall, that's just what he's going to be. He's going to be that fifteen touch guy. They need the guy that they can give the he's ball to the second down. That Jamal Williams or whoever they wound up bringing in. But Swift ain't going to be the workhorse guy. Oh, dude, well, what if the Lions? We saw it the in week one. Roshan Johnson. We saw it in week one. They gave Jamal Williams the goal line touches that got him two touchdowns before Swift was even hurt. So. Yeah, it's always it's going to be a big split for him, and uh, I'm not mad at it if he can actually like stay healthy with his ten to fifteen. I don't even, I don't like even mind the goal line stuff because Swift is still scoring touchdowns even with Jamal Williams banging Heck, him in. He can break him off. Yeah. Uh, so he took Christian Watson. What do you guys think about him? Because I have Pickens way over Christian Watson in my rank. He took him at the six nine. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Like, I, I would have switched that too. It's uh. Well, I mean, I guess for these, I guess these are two guys that I'm kind of just, at least at this point, kind of avoiding. Um. I mean, I know Pickens has the. Uh, but if you had to pick one, you you'd pick Pickens. I I would pick. Uh, yeah, I I have Pickens. Um, yeah. I have Pickens all from the thing with Watson is just he had a bunch of touchdowns, but I mean, he's Those not sustainable. He's not targeting enough. It's not mm. sustainable to score that amount. And, of Rodgers is going to be leaving. Who's the quarterback? Aaron Rodgers is leaving, so yeah. he's just he's a risky he's a risky guy. He doesn't command a ton of targets to begin with. So it's even yeah. with Aaron Rodgers, so that's it's just tough. Yeah, and then Foy Olakun, that's a really good pick there. Uh, Mike Williams, then Hassan Reddick, Ritter, Greenlaw, uh, Quinn and Williams. 
uh, great pick there. He's uh, re- he bounced back like crazy last year. Patrick oh, Sertan, and then Sertain he ended up with a snipe from me. He sniped Sertan from me. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good. I like yeah. the Brisker pick way more than Sertan. Sertan's like a shutdown corner for IDP. He's like he's not even that valuable. Like he's so good of a cornerback that he doesn't get the tackle stats. He's not gonna get thrown at like enough for him to like really get his numbers on like a game to game basis worth like starting other than in crazy bye weeks. We want the cornerbacks who suck in uh in real life and they get picked on so much that they the, get like the, safeties, the, game. the safeties you could throw them in there off the waiver wire. Yeah. It's oh yeah like same I mean, exact value weekly. Brisker's like the exact like type of safety that I'm talking about. Yeah, and Tino said Brissett can smack or Brisker. Yeah, fuck yeah, he can. Him and uh, what the hell is that guy's name? Kyler Kyler Gordon. Man, just they they really hit on uh, the defensive picks last year, the high ones. And Tino said Ritter will play. I don't think he's going to, man. I think that everything that I've heard so far is that Atlanta is going to make a push on Lamar. Atlanta is going to make a push on fields. Like they are not in on the Ritter business. Like he's, he's all right, but I don't know. He's not going to sell any tickets. He's uh he's a third round QB for a reason. He didn't show that he could, he could be anything more than like a backup QB. Mm-hmm. What do you think? What What's your thoughts on? What are you guys' thoughts on Ritter? I mean, he was pretty trash. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I mean, yeah, he was pretty trash. But we didn't expect him to be the guy coming in. I mean, right? he's okay. Like, you know, if they need to start him another year before they fix the quarterback position, I mean, I guess. But, yeah, yeah he's, he's not going to be the guy for the future. But he'll be he, – he's a decent backup. I mean, and he throws the ball to Drake London, so that's okay for me. We're going to see a huge quarterback carousel going on this year. Yeah. There's so many moves. So, like, what's going to happen? We just got to wait and see. What if Lamar? What if Lamar? I love Lamar in Atlanta. That would be the most. Dude, imagine Pitts. Pitts is going to be the new Andrews. Andrews is going to. Actually got a real weapon in Drake London if that Mm -hmm. happens. And imagine if they draft a guy like uh, even a – Downfield guy, what, what the fuck's his name? Hyatt. Late. Mm-hmm. That fucking burner speed. Yeah, I don't. I don't love Hyatt as a prospect in general, but I think he's going to be a better. He's a boomer bust guy, like a Will Fuller. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a better uh, NFL player than fantasy. What's player. his name? He's Wallet. He, Mike Wallet. He, mm-hmm. He's speaking of. He he might be Gabe Davis. <laughs> no, he, he's better than Gabe Davis. <laughs> He's more of like a Will Fuller when healthy. No, like a, I, like a I, Mike Wall kind of upside guy. But no, Boomer Bust. Boomer Bust. Boomer Bust more. Uh, gave, Ima- yeah. Imagine him on uh, falling between the picks of like 20 to 30. So what What if he lands on KC? I mean, then he's just going to catch a bomb every once in a while. Yeah, what, what if he lands on like even uh, the Chargers, like a dude with an arm that can throw the ball down the field? going to be hit or miss so he might be wide receiver three yeah. he doesn't run great routes like all he can do is run straight and burn you know that that's what really well, old- he, he can stop on a dime a little bit and like so if, if the receiver or the defender's playing like three yards off of him he can easily just turn in oh yeah. dime and just catch the ball for like three five six yards whatever it is yeah but, but i mean 
he can do that. He, yeah. He's got the athleticism and yeah, he just got a small speed. Route. He's got a very small route tree, so if he can, that is very running, true. That's the one thing I don't like about him. If he can start learning how to run routes better, I mean, you know, we said, don't forget, you know, DK. We said one of the things about DK, like we're saying about Quentin Johnston too was that he needed to work on his route running. He had a small route tree. And now, you know, look at DK now. The guy is QB proof. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so, you know, anything can happen. But I just – I don't love Hyatt as much. All right. Let's, let's give some grades for Marty here. And despite you picking Danny Pesos and Swift, I'm going to give this one a B- minus here. I, I like everything that you did. And, uh, yeah, I mean um, – Watson and Pickens, maybe I'm going in a different direction there, but I mean you got a Monraj, your your workhorse there. Solid IDP. I mean, maybe I go in a different position other than Sertan, but pretty solid all around otherwise. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven point nine. Only because it would have been an eight point two. But like I said, Swift and Harris for me, I would have switched them in my rankings. Same with Watson and Pickens. I think you could have got better talent. Pick one or the other, went a different direction. But I, I, I give it an 8.2, 7.9-ish. What do you think, Stevie? I, I like the B-minus. Um, mm-hmm. Like a B-minus B. I mean, if Watson and Pickens live up to the potential and, you know, Swift doesn't get hurt the fucking first game of the season, I mean, and Daniel Jones – if he winds up getting a contract, like that's the other thing is like there Daniel Jones is asking for 45 mil. He's fucking insane. Um, nobody's paying him 45 mil. So we most likely maybe he gets tagged. But then after that, what if he doesn't have a good season on his, you know, and he's tagged? I mean, what is he gonna do at that point? I mean, he had one good season. I mentioned before a bunch of QBs were hurt. So I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's risky. It's risky. Yeah, don't get me riled up. <laughs> All right, let's go with Crispy. I know Crispy was in here. Other than that, I think we got everyone who was in here watching still. Anybody left who we did not grade besides Crispy? And uh, uh-oh, Crispy starts it off with Jefferson, but then he backs it up with Deshaun Watson. You savage, Crispy. But yeah, not too shabby there. He's going he's gonna to warrant that top 12. Like pick at the uh, QB spot. It's crazy how Cooper Cup. I mean, what do you think about Cooper Cup's value? I know he's someone that you probably wouldn't be drafting because of the age, but he's been going in like anywhere from the second to the fourth round um, in these uh, in these couple dynasties that we've done. Plus the mock. What do you think, Stevie? Where where is decent value that you might consider taking him at? I mean, if the value is bad, I mean, he's not in my top fifteen. It's just. He's getting old in age, number one. We saw a shit season last year, you know, from Stafford. Is Stafford going to regress? How long is Stafford going to even be there? When does Cooper Cup start to regress? So it's one of those things where it's like kind of, you know, get out a year early than a year late kind of thing. Just get out while you can. Um, But, I mean, it's all perception. You know, again, do you go after the, you know, do you go after the one or two years of elite top five production or – you know, do you go after, you know, the value? So it just depends on, you know, what you want to do. Then he goes mixing and then Pickett, Pollard, Miles Sanders, Tannehill, Joey Bosa, Patrick Queen. She's 
Brian Burns, CJ Mosley, Juju, Kyle Hamilton, Josh Sweat, and Justin Simmons. I mean, I like everything he did. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Joey Bosa. I mean, that's someone I'm probably not going for. I'd probably would have rather had a different uh, a different linebacker in that spot versus him. I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm not that big on Kyle Hamilton either uh, as far as like being a starter on my squad. Having him somewhere is a different story, but. Yeah, I like everything that he did in the in the IDP sector of things. Hella nervous on Pickett and Tannehill, though. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Pickett and Tannehill as my second, third. That's actually a good combination. What I don't like is how all of his running backs are over 26 years old. <laughs> yeah. I love JJ. The JJ pick I love. Um, I yeah, mean, no, that's fucking amazing. And then, with, I mean, Watson, plus Pickett, Tannehill, like, I do like this team. I'm going to put it at an 8.6. Yeah, this one is a solid B for me. Um, Deshaun Watson, I mean, I think we're only going to see him uh, doing better and better this year. So it's probably like, I assume that this is the last year that he won't be a first rounder again. Um, when we started the hustler, uh, the first dynasty league that we ever did. So the hustler, number one, the WWF one, he was drafted as fourth overall. And it started in, Fe- it, we did the, we did the draft in February. So like none of the news or anything had hit yet, but that's the value where he was at before all this shit like started happening. Yeah, I think I got a B minus on this too. Uh, just th- that second QB is just shaky. I mean, we don't know if Pickett is the future. Tannenhill's got what a year or two, possibly. Um, you know, we mentioned the the aging running backs, and Sanders is not going to be RB one anywhere. He's not going back to the Eagles. They're not going to pay him, um, most likely. Mixon is on the decline. I mean. We've got uh, Cup. So this is, you know, you could possibly win now if some of these guys go into the right spots. And, you know, you got Watson, you got Pickett, you know, you got Cup. So, you know, that's, that's why, why I gave him a high so, so, yeah. so I like it for kind of right now and if and if things go the right way for you. Um, so that's why I'm at a B-minus there. And uh, Song said B-minus, but uh, but of the QBs, <coughs> in spite of the QBs, <laughs> Tino said, "I'll give it a triple X." Is that for? I kind of like the QBs, man. Like, get, get me Watson as your your one, and then as your super flex, you have to have to choose between two starting quarterbacks. There's only 32 in the league. You got two of them. And Bakes Law said, "Thanks for the grades, homies. I like the 8.2 and the B grade uh, from Stevie uh, C minus question mark." He said, "Next time, I'll remember to count the bench spots before I start drafting all the skill positions before the defensive ones." <laughs> You're right. I didn't. I didn't read the rules, so I, I fucked up there. And uh, it was because of. Uh, and yeah, and really that that was why just getting a little bit of a doc. I mean, it would have been like a B minus. Uh, Prado, Prado Dynasty. Prado. Uh-huh. Yeah, the one with Herbert and Diggs and Adams. So yeah, yeah so he was just uh, now he was one, two, three, I four, five. No, I did. No, I did because I said I was docking him for because uh, I originally I said B minus, but then I said oh, C minus. Oh, oh, okay, okay. And I, I docked him because like, of the. Wait a second, uh, I love I love that team to win. You know, for the two three year window, I love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I, I said B minus, then I docked him down to a C minus for not drafting, um, for not oh, drafting right. a valid, a valid right. lineup. I always, I always just throw it down at least one grade, and it's just so people remember that uh, we we got to pay attention to what we're what we're putting in there because uh, these are all just exercises, not necessarily the way we're going to draft in a startup. Most hey, of Alex, you guys still play the jukebox? Yeah, we do. Yeah, people, uh, super chat, put a quarter in, play a song, we play it, right? Yep, it'll be going on. Well, actually, you know what? If, if we're sharing the screen, we can't do the jukebox because the jukebox is uh, it works through the screen sharing. <coughs> but if anybody throws in any super chats, it does go to the Ricky Williams signed uh, jersey that we got going on in uh, about a month from now mid-march all right here we go song i think this is the last one that we're gonna do here so song went lamar tyreek cousins nick chubb debo garoppolo oh man man you screwed up <laughs> all your all your 49ers and then you got <laughs> so brian robinson not too shabby i mean i'm, yeah, I'm still like curious that. how we need to how we value Brian Robinson with not knowing the QB officially yet. Uh, Fred Dude, Warner and Nick Bolton. I like it. Dude, that Cortland, Cortland Sutton, that's a steal. Yeah, for sure. That is a fucking blatant ass steal. Yeah. I mean, it, it got to the point where a lot of people just started, didn't really need to draft their flexes or anything like that. So we saw the run on the offensive players kind of slow down. And then you went Hufanga and Buda Baker. So Buda Baker is supposed to be good. Uh, yep. We heard in the beginning we didn't know how much time he was going to miss, but he'll be uh, he'll be back before training camp and all that. And Tremaine Edmonds, and then Justin Simmons, and then James Cook. Yeah, look at that. Needed to lock in uh, one more offensive player, and then uh, locked him in all the way at the end. So, would you rather have James Cook or Isaiah Pacheco? Uh, probably Isaiah Pacheco. Yeah, like, I would have put Pacheco right at that point, and I would have gave his team a better grade. It's one of those things too, with only thirty seconds. That's why I always remind people: like set your cues, because some of the ADP is like really wonky. Oh, literally had yeah, get, your, get your rankings in your head, man. Like keep doing it over and over and over again, and it'll, it'll become if automatic. Full, full PPR, you guys like Pacheco over Cook. Uh, yeah, just because I, I feel like the Bills are going to bring somebody in. I don't know if the Chiefs, who knows what they're going to do, but I feel like Pacheco is still a big part of that off, going to be a part, big part of the offense no matter what. Yeah, I think they're still going to give them, they're going to have a role for them. I just don't think they're going to give them enough to where, you know, it's just rough. I mean, they're running between the tackles. I mean, he gets 100 yards and then he doesn't get a touchdown, doesn't get no catches, and it's like, all right, he got 10 points, you know. Right. But the same team, we got Brian Robinson also not getting any catches, only getting like 40% of the work. Love Brian Robinson either. But they're, they're going to be good RB2s. You know, you just got to know what you're expecting. I'd say RB3-ish. Or, well, like, depending on, late, depending on yeah. what happens. Yeah, it's just. Well, not RB3 on, uh, well, do you mean like RB2, like top 24? Is that what you mean? Yeah, then 36. Yeah. So Brian Robinson is more in like the 36 range. We shall see. I'm curious to see what they do if they dra- go out and draft someone. I mean, you got so many people in the draft right now that you could get. There's like at least six people that would fit that team. 
Oh, there we go. And B. Shun in the house. So we could do your team next. I like Gibby more than B. Rob as a player. Yeah. Same. Sucks that they're not. uh, I I mean, they they did give him, I mean, a bunch of work at times, but that's what sucks about that. It's like they don't know their fucking identity or they're not trying to establish an identity. Gibby was a top 12 running back two years in a row, and they weren't even giving him like all of the work. He's an actual wide receiver. He was never even a running back. He he played receiver in college or in high school. Same with Gibbs. Gibbs played receiver in high school and then didn't play running back until his senior year of high school. And it went on to fucking, he's going to be a late first round, early second round pick this year in the NFL draft. Yeah. I I got him as my number two behind Bijan, man. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, we'll see where he goes. And uh, I think he could fit any team. So throw in the grades for song for Cool MC here. I'm gonna give this one. Um, I, I'm gonna give this one a B minus as well here. I mean, I like the top. I like the three QBs. Brian Robinson is the number two. Not you know, not so sure about that. But I mean, Tyreek at the top, and I really I like all your IDPs. I mean, everyone that you got, super solid. Yeah, I like the B minus. B minus is perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna give it eight. 8.4. So I love the top five picks. Top five picks are stellar. Jimmy G is where I would have went a different direction. Robinson, I might have went a different direction, but I like that pick right there. As your second, number two. Sutton. Sutton's a steal, man. Steal the draft. 8.3. And Marty said B... Bakes a lot, said Cook over Pacheco. Draft value determined Isaiah's usage, which will be into the ground as a workhorse, making him a trade asset for 2024. Cook is the future all-around versatile scat back. I mean, see, that's the, I mean, that, I mean, just literally what you said yep. right there, scat back. Like, I mean, that's where he, like, wouldn't be the future of, like, any three-down sets. Like, Well, Cook has never – I don't – in college, he never carried the ball more than eight times in one game. So he's not right. a guy that that is – should consistently get, you know, 12 to 15 carries, but right. And he can easily get replaced as well. So there's risk there too, but because he's in a good offense, you know, even if he's just, if he can find himself the role as a third down guy, he's, you know, he can be valuable because of the offense that he plays in. Tino said, I'll give this one a 10 because he drafted Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now let's go over to uh, B shun here. And we got, he went with Joe Burrow and Waddle. And uh, Aaron Rodgers, so probably a little high on Aaron Rodgers, but um, I guess it's all it's all about landing spot. You either love Aaron Rodgers or you hate him right now. It's kind of no in between. Uh, Saquon, Kittle, Jordan Love, uh, Kamara, Zed, wait, which uh, which Jay Williams at Jameson? All right, yeah, Jameson. Yeah, we got. Then we got Burks, and then uh, what happened, bro? Why'd you pick Richard Sherman? You weren't watching the show, huh? Richard Sherman doesn't even play anymore. <laughs> and then, uh, but Bishan, I don't think he might not be averse in the IDP. So let us know: Are you averse in the IDP, or was this one of your first like uh, exposures to IDP? Because um, I'm assuming just by all the the picks that that it's an early exposure. So Robert Quinn, Patrick Peterson, Alden Smith. Quay Walker, 
Terrell McLean, <laughs> and uh, but Tariq Woolen, that's actually a really, really good pick right there. He was super solid. Okay, he said rookie for IDP. So, yeah, everything, Quay Walker and Woolen, those are the only, like, good picks that you made here. The rest, throw them out with, uh, throw them out with the bathwater. And uh, next time, I'll, you know, um, go back and watch the show like when we were getting toward when we were doing a lot of these IDP rounds, cause I put a lot of names out there and um, like, even when I was done drafting kind of IDP at the end, certain positions, I was just saying guys who I would pick who were, who were still left on the board, just guys who were super IDP relevant. <laughs> Song said D minus, never mind F plus. <laughs> I mean, the IDP, I mean, that really loses it for you. I won't even grade you on the IDP since uh, you didn't do, you didn't know too much there. Because uh, I like the offense. I, I mean, I like all the picks that he did. Maybe minus Trey Burks. I mean, I'm kind of out on the Trey Burks business right now. Nervous about Kamara and this big indictment that's happening on the March 2nd as well. I like I like the young wide receivers that you got. I like going up in those spots. Went Burrow. The only problem is you got Aaron Rodgers, so it doesn't necessarily fit the timeline exactly. You do got Saquon, so but you got some value, so I, I do like it. What do you think Jordan about Love, Jordan Love is the QB? I mean, then you're in good shape, but. What do you think about Jordan Love, though? I mean, I'm fully avoiding him. I really don't think that he ends up being the starter. You don't want to take the chance on him. I mean, nobody had him graded as a first-round QB. So, uh, just, uh, I don't know. Fucking Packers are just but that. To fucking... be fair, the one game, the one, series, you know, half or quarter, whatever it is that he did play, he did look good. He stepped up in the pocket. He looked confident. I mean, but that's a very small, tiny sample size from what we've seen before where he was absolute trash. So <laughs> I still think he's trash. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm just not fucking with him like at all. Um, but yeah, <coughs> we'll, we'll leave, we'll put the grade in this one as TBD to be determined until next time. We'll let you, uh, <laughs> we'll let you make up for this and uh, we're going to figure out days that we're going to get the mocks going, but I'd like to get one to two of these going like per week. Because uh, we just want to see the values and how they change. Because, like, week to week, I mean, there, there's going to be a lot of uh, trade talks that start happening during, like, the combine here. Like, in a week, um, teams are going to start franchise tagging their uh, their guys. And um, we're going to see who gets locked into place there. And then free agency starts on March 15th. And then literally, that's when the values are going to start changing like crazy. Once guys start officially changing teams. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of good stuff coming over the we next saw, couple of weeks. We saw last offseason was one of the most exciting offseasons ever with all the movement that happened. So who knows what we're going to see this year? I mean, there's talks now about Jerry Judy possibly getting traded. Yeah. Keenan, Keenan Allen possibly getting cut. And or yeah. trade. E. Higgins possibly getting traded if they can't afford him. I mean, I think T. Higgins is going to go back. Hope he does. Chase and Higgins, yeah. Because they're like 1A, 1B. Love them guys together. But that's the thing. It's like they got to decide now because if they don't – if they can't pay them, then they could at least get a good return this season. 
Otherwise, if they just keep him, then he's a free agent and they're, you know, they're fucked. Hell yeah. And uh, for everyone who's a part of the 420 crew on Patreon, make sure you download the Patreon app because uh, that you guys are the ones who are going to get first cracks at all these dynasty leagues. And uh, I mean, the dynasty mocks. All right. And uh, before we get out of here, Stevie, uh, why don't you uh, remind them where to find you at and uh, remind them about the show this Thursday. Yeah, uh, my channel on YouTube, Dynasty Life Fantasy Football, also on Instagram, Dynasty Life Fantasy. Um, I am live, what, two nights a week there, and then I'll be live here on Thursday nights, 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. So I'll be here with y'all on Thursdays. There we go. And uh, Jamie, got anything you want to shout out before we get out of here? Man, you can find me in the chat right here on a 420 Fantasy always up in here and then uh going for two that's it hell yeah we'll see you guys tomorrow for fnt and then we got the playmakers tomorrow peace out everybody are you ready jerry i'm ready just want to make sure you're ready brother show me the money oh you didn't know every day i'm hustling every day i'm hustling every day i'm hustling Put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the chibi of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my smoke that joint enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at betmgm sign up using code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet when you register with betmgm you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features live betting options and the best daily promotions in the business and with betmgm at your fingertips every play and every game matters more than ever remember to use code champion and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.